Okay, but remember, I said Ooh. beat off that beat, beat, yeah. beat off that anxiety monster. Anybody. Where do I dump my used sauerkraut? Do they use one of those steins to pour their apple cider in? And Dawn. You could just say, can you believe we're standing in this line? These, These are just people, people on a radio show. The Rob. Anybody. Got this email, R-A-D, at radradio.com. It's from Jason. Hey, Jason. Goes back to last week. We had the Dr. Rob letter from Kristen, uh, who uh, does uh, cuts by Kristen in Reno. And she wrote in and says, I can't get any repeat customers. I know I know what I'm doing. People tell me that they like coming to my shop. It's clean. It looks good. It's got everything it needs. Why won't they come back? Is it because I'm transgender? And we went through all of the possibilities uh, and, and talked about location and marketing and all these things. And then you, Maggot, said, we want to go. We want to go. I we love want that go so much. Support her. And, <laughs> and one of the things that I was saying last week was, great, if nothing else, maybe the maggots can tell us what Kristen's doing wrong if it's not what we hope it isn't. We hope it's not, well, I'm, I'm going to let this dude, because that's what somebody that would uh, not go back and yes. cut my hair again. I mean, I sat through it because I didn't want to create a scene. Or, or is there something going on? Is it a location thing? Something I like just that. hope it's the... Uh... It takes a while to build up a clientele. Let's hope it's that because instant. I feel like she was. It's been a year, or she had a year left, right? That she was willing to keep going. Yeah, it's been three with years. Money wise, okay. Since right, she's I mean, out of school, but I don't know still, when she started the shop. Yeah, so, yep, it takes time. First report back. Jason says I heard your Dr. Rob last week from Kristen, and it just so happened that my wife's hairstylist had recently gone MIA. Oh, I, that's nice. I, uh, Lord. Well, you know, life happens. Maybe her mother died. Oh. Maybe she got uh, diagnosed with stage four cancer. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, life, uh, you but know. sometimes they do just flake out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you never hear from no, them I, again. I know, I know. But I, yeah. I just, especially now in my life, I'm really, really trying to not assume I know things about people. And I try not to go to the worst place but possible. yours is too depressing. But it might be real. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes they just get up and leave and go tour the United States of America and go cut hair around there and then leave you hanging for a year yeah. and a half. Yes. Sometimes they do. For example. But since, yeah. since we don't know. Yes, that was very specific. Oh I know. God, uh, not, uh, so uh, I told my wife, uh, she sent Kristen a message on Wednesday afternoon, because uh, it's Cuts by Kristen, uh, and in Easter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Not more than 30 seconds after she sent the message, Kristen responded and made her a special appointment on Saturday morning. <gasps> Yay! Long story shorter, my wife loved the haircut and said she truly appreciated how easy it was to communicate with Kristen and help her understand the look she was trying to achieve. Hopefully more people will give her an opportunity. She has earned our business for oh, sure. Yay! All right, right one, on. we're one for one so far. We <laughs> want to hear from uh, more maggots. We certainly met a lot of you on Saturday at Brina Palooza uh, at the uh, South 40 in Reno. We've got uh, more than 100 email responses. We're going to kind of weave Jeez. them in and out of the show for the next uh, few days uh, rather than just overly flood you with Brina Palooza reactions. It was a smash success. There, were a lo- there was a long line. It was our <laughs> biggest event ever uh, in terms of turnout, and we thank you all so much. Yeah. Uh, and Andrea was not one of them. Oh. She says, I was there. Oh, uh-huh. yay. In the parking lot, crotch goblins in the back seat, tired, grumpy because their babysitter canceled. Oh, boo. I even say, yeah, now that, screw you. I'm not going to make up a story for you, babysitter. I don't care if your mom got thrown in the hospital after a, a near death a traffic accident. What are you going to do? Let the doctors do their job and babysit for Andrea, bitch. Oh, man. I even said, screw it. I'm willing to wrangle my kids and their attitudes. Oh, boy. Just to meet my rad crew. I had you gifts that I made myself. Oh, why? Thank you. And then it was meltdown hour for my two-year-old. Oh. Right there in the parking lot. No nap, which I'm sure parents will understand. The body sniffness, crying, like someone Uh. kicked her puppy type of meltdown. (laughs) Oh, no. Poor baby. So we left. I wasn't trying to be remembered as the maggot that had the screaming toddler, so I'll be shipping your gifts to you. 
I love you guys so much, and I'm so upset that I missed you. Oh. I hope everyone had a great time. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. A very, very small number of people had too good of a time. Oh, boy. Uh, in fact, uh, the first video of Brian Apalooza is on the membership site this morning at members.radradio.com. You'll see a little glimpse of the woman that wanted to be memorable, and she was. Oh, uh, my but, shoulder remembers her. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Quite well. As, Your poor shoulder. As does her <laughs> no, husband, no, no. Her, who had to pull her away, uh, as you'll see in, in the video. Now, that video will be posted for everyone tomorrow, by the way. I mean, she was funny. My favorite, though, is the girl who forgot her name yes her own name <laughs> um hope everyone had a good time you guys had a good amount of maggots waiting oh, outside man. to meet you and i envied every one of them thank you for taking time out of your weekend keep in mind if you've never been to south 40 which a lot hadn't even that we met there that day that line going outside was after the first 400 500 or whatever people that we had allowed indoors to get them out of their weather and that still wasn't enough uh, to get everybody uh, inside. I mean, gosh, thank you. It, it was yeah. an uh, epic event. We do. Yes, thank you all. That place is amazing. I mean, it is huge. I mean, it is just somewhere where you could sit, I feel like, all day. You but, could start out. I don't know if A they lot of maggots bre- did. Yeah, and I don't know if they serve breakfast, but it's literally one of those places you could stay, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. There's so much going By the way, on. That place that Don's <laughs> referring to, once again, is called South 40 in I Reno. Mean, yeah. So did they make the pizza and the turkey sandwiches? Yep. Because both were absolutely amazing. That pizza was on point. I did not realize how good it was going to be. They got the a, cheese was uh, perfect. Full kitchen, right, Brando? They do. They yeah. do everything. I know they Fantastic made all restaurant. everything they make. I oh, love pizza. Every time I looked over, he was eating something. Yes. It was incredible. As, yeah. as also documented in the video that you'll see. And and that was the great thing was there was so many maggots who said who from Reno said, we've never been here, and I'm going to come back a lot yes. more. I'm glad to know that the turkey sandwiches were good because mine never made it to my table. It just stayed over on Kyle's table. Uh, oh, sorry. I probably snacked on it a little bit, too. I'm glad you liked it. That yeah, was delicious. And uh, a lot of parents were so thrilled that oh there was that arcade and entertainment center to keep the kids yeah. happy because the average wait time, which Dawn still can't believe, was two hours. That, that is incredible. I mean, honestly. One mom said that they had spent uh, $300 in their arcade to keep the kids happy. Whoa. Uh, so during the so. Uh, and very smart that they had, like, drink stations set up at different points of the line. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> they did. But uh, as I commented, I don't remember to who, some meaning of the four of us because we were at our station. It, was, it became very apparent around 1 p.m. It started at 10 a.m. The people we were meeting in line were, were much more um, uh, excited, excited, um, uh, uh, inebriated. It was a party. Woo, it, it was. It was. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just yeah. you could tell. And, yeah. you, and in some cases, you could smell. Uh, but yes, it was a great time. Uh, and we thank you all. And if you find yourself right now or today, later or tomorrow, because plans change, uh, be, being told, oh, sorry, you're going to have to host your own Thanksgiving, or you have to host our Thanksgiving, or you're, we, we've, had a, we've had a tragedy. We can't host Aww. Thanksgiving. You're on, no problem. There is still Last Minute Brian. Uh, we do still have vendors that are, that, that are carrying it. Uh, they are posted uh, online at radradio.com in the Stupid Store. Superstore! We do know a few of them have sold out, and those, those, those are listed, but that doesn't mean that's everybody that's, that's sold out. For all we know, some people sold out last night. Because they're getting, they're all up. And, 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 and because of that, if you're literally leaving the house to go to a place to get Brian, you may want to call them once they open. Make sure they're open, what their hours are. Not everybody's open on a Monday, for example. Uh, and ask that they do have the Brian available. And a big shout-out to NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland. Our buddies woo, are woo. collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. If you bring in at least $20 worth of new and unwrapped toys for donation with a receipt of the purchase, NorCal Gun Vault will just give you 
a, bra- a bag of the 2023 proprietary blend awesome. of the Rad Turkey. Brian, they are in uh, Rockland on Stanford Ranch Road across from Costco. Uh, one of a dozen vendors in Northern California, Northern Nevada, who are partnered with us with uh, for the Turkey. Brian, again, the full list is at radreader.com in the stupid store. <sighs> Superstore. Uh, I uh, did some last-minute Googling because sometimes we have it at Williams Manor. We have, and my wife has started to, to record it so that we can feature it on the canine cam because the canine cam is uh, lawless. There are no rules. You don't have to be a dog <laughs> anymore to be featured on the canine cam on Rad TV. We have a bird that visits us. She thinks, and I have not seen it yet because I'm not there during the week, and, I didn't, and we weren't home over the weekend, and so yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. It's, it just started like a week ago. It visits around 7 a.m.-ish outside of our bedroom window, and it, like, pecks at our window or tries to get in. It's like, hi. And then it goes away. Then it comes back. Good morning. She thinks it's a hummingbird. Oh. It's a big hummingbird from what the video is. And we have had, I mean, we, we've seen big hummingbirds. Maybe it's a pregnant hummingbird. Could be. It's winter. They get pregnant in the winter? Oh, yeah, because then they have babies in the spring. Oh. Honestly, I don't know. Does it work that way with oh. birds? Well, well I, I don't know. I but don't I know about chickens. I do know that there are animals that, yes, <laughs> get pregnant in winter and or even give birth in the winter, believe it or not. What? Yeah, yeah yes, yes. <laughs> It's uh, it's nature's a crazy little thing. So she she started after a few days. She's like, this is weird. And then and she's not one like me. Uh, uh, we are not uh, prone to the mumbo and the jumbo. But every now and then you go, does this mean anything? What's going on here? And so she started to go down the rabbit hole of of, of is it good luck and and those or kind of things. Loved one visiting y'all. Right, all those things. Aww. So once we figure this all out, I'll report back. But this came up this morning because Kyle was first to arrive this morning. <laughs> And when he pulled up, everything looked fine outside of our private studios. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, Brandon arrived shortly thereafter, and I don't know if he either would. Would you have? Would you have noticed this if it was there when you got here? Uh, not likely. Okay. Because I don't necessarily look in that direction as I'm walking in, um, and it was kind of tucked in a way that okay. um, was right. out of my sight. So, and I got here. I got here uh, probably about an hour after Kyle did. I can't say for sure whether it was or wasn't there, but I'm usually pretty observant. It's our building we're gonna what is it uh, two more days in two days it's our 13th anniversary Jeez. of uh, broadcasting from our own private studio so i i still i still look around i make sure oh. especially after a weekend um and i didn't notice anything but then i guess uh, brandon well, you, did you discover it brandon i did and, and what well, we, uh, i don't know because uh kyle did you discover yeah it first? I, I walked outside and it scared the living hell out of me and then brandon followed and what the hell is it okay uh, and, and, and Brandon, did you go out to to only to photograph it, or also to to, to clean it up, or is it still there? It's Whoa. it's still there, which is uh, fine. I'm not, suggest- I'm not suggesting so, that's our job because there's what? disease. And yeah, things. we don't want to touch what it. Is it I, that and, I didn't see? No, I'm not, and I'm not kidding at all. As as the boss and stuff, I'm not telling you to touch it. Okay, cool. because I'm I'm hoping nature will take care of it some somehow, or 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 a good Samaritan that isn't worried about getting bird flu or something. <laughs> So uh, uh, Brandon sent out a, a group photo and uh, with a, a funny punchline. Uh, Breakfast <laughs> is on me. And I look at it. It's this dead bird. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to look closer. I, I, I immediately went over to Brandon and got the story. And then when I looked, at, not as dead, this thing, is, was it was eaten. It was somebody else's breakfast. Oh, uh, okay. That's beautiful yeah. for nature. We assume, given the <laughs> area right. where we are, without giving away anything, a coyote or, sure. or, or uh, Kyle said maybe in a raccoon. Something that could climb oh. a tree, maybe. Okay. Oh. Um. And uh, it it 
it dumped the carcass right right in front of Kyle's car? Yeah, right in front of my car. <laughs> like, there's, there's the bird nest above, like, the tree where I usually oh, park. God. And sometimes there's, like, bird poo that goes on there. So I'm guessing maybe the bird was in the tree and oh. maybe a coyote or a raccoon or something jumped up and got it. I wow. have no idea. So uh, only because of what's going on at Williams Manor with the hummingbird, the thought occurred to me, does this mean anything? And so I started to go down the, the, the rabbit hole about the meaning, the symbolism of dead birds and such. Was the head missing? No. Okay. Its stomach was completely eaten out, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh. Its chest is exposed. Yeah, it's, it's waiting oh, okay. for uh, for Luke Skywalker to crawl inside and stay warm. Skunk, maybe. Uh, dead bird omens have different meanings across cultures. Well, this isn't very helpful. Uh, they, have, uh, they have messages, change, impending events. When it comes to the symbolism of dead birds, there are both positive and negative interpretations. Thanks. This is like when you Google, why is my dog panting so much? It can be anxiety. It can be excitement. It can be blah. It's like, okay. It's just a dog. So there's absolutely no answer. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, given the fact that it's a pigeon, we think. I, I think it's a pigeon. Hmm. And it, it, it fed another yeah. animal. It's got to be good luck because the rat of the birds and it's feeding something else. Okay. Well, we'll get into the specifics of the different types of birds in a moment. Because when it comes to the uh, positive and negative interpretations, on one hand, the death of a bird can represent grief, hopelessness, and failure. Aww. It may signify the end of something significant in our lives. Oh, wow. And I don't know if any of us are the ones that the message is meant for. It was dropped in front of Kyle's car. Kyle was the first to see it, so it, it, seems, like, it seems like it's more for Kyle. For Kyle. Yikes. Brandon went out and saw I still haven't seen it other than the picture. Dawn doesn't know anything. I, I now. had no idea. But it's in front of our building. Mm. Mm. I'm glad I'm so observant. Anyone can mug me. On the other hand, including <laughs> I, a bird. I thought I looked around plenty. Guess not. <laughs> On the other hand, the death of a bird can also symbolize change and transformation. It serves as a reminder that in order to experience renewal and growth, we must let go of the past. Oh, let's go with that one. Those okay. are good. I Those like are good. That. Those could yeah. apply to Kyle. Those could apply to us as a show with a variety of exciting things going on. In Native American culture, a dead bird can be seen as a sign of renewal and rebirth. It represents the shedding of old habits and attitudes in order to embrace positive change. In ancient Greece, the death of a bird is used as a symbol of rebirth and regeneration. These are good. These are good. In Christianity, a dead bird is seen as a negative omen and a warning of impending disaster. <laughs> Super. In Chinese and Japanese cultures, dead birds are considered to be a sign of ill fortune and hopelessness oh. in the future. Good grief. In many cultures, the, now. I'm going with the Native Americans and the yeah. Greeks, I, uh, even I, though I'm Christian. Sorry. Uh, I didn't like that one. I kept going. I said, okay, well... <laughs> Does it matter by bird? And they started to have all these different lists. Now, Kyle says he thinks it's a pigeon. I asked Brandon, without asking Kyle, do we know what kind of bird it is? And Brandon, you said authoritatively, it's a dove. Mm, no, no, oh. I was wrong. It's a pigeon. Oh, son of a bitch. It bleep. is a pigeon. Oh, God damn it. Uh-oh. Yeah, because oh. the dove has, like, that little thingy hanging off of its head. That, like, well, that's a quail. That, Oh. The doves are See? right. Yes. I'm an idiot. The doves got I no idea. Skinny anything black about... beaks. They got tiny little beady little eyes, and they look peaceful and calm. They're a little like a grayish vanilla color. All right, so yeah, we're yeah, we're, yeah, we're settling yeah, on yes. pigeon. Yeah, yeah, because okay. what what Kyle just described, we had one in one of our trees that uh, we needed to take down, but we refused until it had done its thing and moved on. We mm. were not going to disturb that little dove. Okay, because uh, I haven't read the pigeon yet because I, I I was going off a dove. And in many cultures, the death of a dove is seen as a sign that the person's soul has left their body. And people believe that seeing a dead dove means someone close to them has died. Oh. I was like, oh, well, wonderful if we're going to go down this. Uh, yeah. oh. uh, so let's uh, scratch that and see what it says about a pigeon. Dead pigeon symbolism. Pigeons 
are often associated with trust and communication. Aww. The death of a pigeon can indicate a betrayal of trust Whoa. or the potential for someone to betray your trust. Dun, dun, dun. It may also serve as a reminder to find a better balance between work and pleasure as pigeons symbolize pleasure Passion and merriment. Hmm. So, Ooh, it's like a words, soap opera reading. We don't know anything. <laughs> Great. That was super helpful. Uh, or it's just a bird that was meant to die and it, it was eaten and it right. fell right there. Yeah, it, That's it. Yeah, it was right. just nature doing its thing. Right. Maybe maybe the, the <laughs> raccoon, skunk, coyote had no idea what it was doing, and maybe this is all just what we call a coincidence. It's just hungry, yeah. Uh, quick updates. Uh, we're going to be filled with uh, a turkey mail, the holiday pile, yes! Brian Palooza today. Ah, Christmas That's- music is on the radio. Well, with Christmas, my, my yeah. playlist, right? Yeah, Christmas yeah, music yeah. been on the radio since November first, uh, <laughs> and you can also access it on Spotify any time of the year. But I, I'm saying I didn't turn it on uh, until now. Uh, right. For some reason, Dawn yeah. needs you to know what she's doing. We <laughs> will start with the holiday uh, music bumpers a week from today after the Thanksgiving oh, break. But there are still some other things going on, and it is my job, as was made clear to me at Brian Blues on Saturday, to keep you informed of various things. So a quick update on. SpaceX, owned by Elon Musk, has a $3 billion contract with NASA to get astronauts to the moon as early as 2025 and eventually launch a mission to Mars. They have what's called their Starship rocket, the largest and most powerful craft on Earth that uh, we told you about in April, made its first attempt, no crew, to get into to space. Now, remember, it's a, it's a two-part rocket. The, the, the geek speak in trying to explain this is nauseating, and I'm trying to really dumb this down. And Brandon, I might need your help with this. My understanding of this is there's the Starship, which is the second part of a two-stage vehicle. The Starship is where the cargo and eventually the crew will be. It's stacked onto what's called a super heavy. The super heavy is the thing that propels it up, that, that has enough power because of all the gravity that the Earth has. It's it's the it's the super giant. It's the rocket. Super giant rocket, right? It's yeah. yeah. Okay, so it gets the spacecraft out of the Earth's cap, uh, gravity, and now the 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 spaceship like disconnects, right? Jettisons. Jettisons. The the super heavy is designed to fall back to Earth, and 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 eventually be retrieved and used again well they're reusable they they are basically flown back to earth and they land on their own well uh, like they, they, they use like a drone type technology or it's actually just falling back to earth using the gravity and then it lands safely so that it can be reused what why what's its purpose the, it's it's to launch people into space or that. things no, I know, but that, that's still, what the like, spacex that, technology is all about why that, can't it just go up and then it comes and then because the whole too, thing comes back down because it's too heavy you can't get because the the, whole, the space the starship wants to get to the moon or to Mars, uh-huh. so it's going to go, and it can it will go a lot easier without all the weight of the super heavy launcher. It just can't go from the ground straight up, and that's that. Right? Have, 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 these, have these things always connected? Disconnected? No, this something? is brand so, new technology brand new. for the most part. Well, so, it doesn't sound brand new. The other ones didn't have to do this. When we went to when we went this to the moon. Better. I'm sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. When we went to the moon, they used these those giant rockets, basically like a super heavy, but they couldn't reuse those. So they, they'd spend millions and millions ah. and millions of dollars on these rockets okay. to get the space the uh, astronauts up into space so that they can go to the moon. But that giant rocket 
would be wasted. There, there's no more rocket. They had to build another one, spending millions and millions and okay. millions of dollars. So these super heavy rockets from SpaceX are reusable. That, okay. So it lands back down, then they refuel it, and they can use it again. Well, that is advanced. Meanwhile, yeah. the the <laughs> the Starship holding all the cargo and eventually the crew continues towards the moon and eventually towards Mars, and and, and flies through space. So that that's the idea behind it. But so back in April, when they when they tried this, they they got the 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 launch off and it 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 worked and then it exploded after 12 minutes in flight that was in april and so we tried it again over the weekend it was friday actually they tried it the second launch of the starship lifted off at 804 a.m from spacex's private starbase site in boca chica texas the booster and the spacecraft successfully separated. So here comes the, the rocket back to Earth so that we can retrieve it and use it again. Meanwhile, the Starship with the cargo is on its way. And it and so it, it, it got to what it did in April. Okay, it, it passed that test. And then shortly after separation, SpaceX, the ground crew, lost communications with the rocket ship. Oh, no. After nine minutes. And then SpaceX said at about 11 and a half minutes into the flight, it had also lost all data on the Starship and that the rocket was not on the flight path expected and it was forced to destroy the Starship so it didn't veer off course. Because the Starship, and yeah, that's where the cargo and the crew is, that's reusable too. So in an ideal world, it gets to the moon or Mars. And then because of the lack of gravity on those planets, it doesn't need the rocket, the super heavy, to take off and come back to Earth. And then it kind of lands in the ocean on a glide. It like hang glides into the and then we go get the starship and we can use yeah. that again. Unfortunately, they had to blow this one up because what? it veered Damn. off course. There I'm was just... no way to control it. We had oh lost God. all communication uh, and it could have crashed back to Earth and been a catastrophe. Oh, so it, so if it went off course, it wasn't going into space. We have no idea which way it was going. It could have crashed right. back to Oh, okay. They lost all communication. Yeah. So they lost communication, then they lost all data. They they couldn't even they didn't even know where it was. Oh. My God, Fortunately, all that work. they still have a button to go boop and blow oh, it up. Like, how cool. long did that take to even put together? Uh, April Jesus. to November, six no, months. No, I mean to build this thing. Oh, years, years. Right, and then it's donezo, not even usable. And hundreds of millions of dollars. God, oh my and, Lord. And just to give you an idea of what it's like to be the richest man in the world, Jesus. partnered with the U.S. government, they're thrilled with this result. <laughs> How awesome is this to show up Friday going, yeah, we're going to blow up a couple hundred million dollars. Hopefully it's just going to take a little longer than the first time and we'll have a success story on our hands. If you want to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. Uh, SpaceX deemed the launch a success because the Starship wasn't meant to achieve orbit this time. It was hopefully going to splash down controlled into the Pacific Ocean. Wow. The SpaceX operations engineer, whose name I will not attempt to pronounce, says, quote, we are not targeting orbit. We were targeting almost orbit. All right. So they got almost orbit. That was their goal. And that was their goal. And they were building it. And goal was achieved. Can you imagine, right? Hey, Bob, you're hammering. Ding, 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 you're hammering or whatever they're doing. Can you believe we're building something? They're just going to blow up in 15 minutes? Hey, give me a wrench. Did anybody get to see the explosion? <laughs> Did they even get? No. I, well, yes. Um, uh, uh, Martians. Aw, we didn't. We didn't even know where it was. That's like a million, millions of dollars worth of fireworks, basically. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, hundreds. In, of in the fish got to see it. Uh, a couple other things I got to tell you about. But at six thirty and nine thirty, we always stop everything and play Win Rob's Change, and we start with Chris, the Princess Breadsheeter in the gay area. Gay area. We gave away uh, uh, just over one hundred thirty dollars last week to uh, Justin on Friday at nine thirty. So we're starting over with a new bucket. 
Picture. There's a picture. From it me. is posted. All right. We have a, a brand new amount in the bucket. Same bucket, different amount. Picture is posted at radradio.com and on social media. And Chris says, congratulations to Justin for picking the correct number at 930 Friday and taking home almost $133 of Rob's change. With his win, the men have extended their lead in total winnings uh, in the game. Whatever. No and one's keeping track. What Chris is. <laughs> No. And have won 11 of the last 16 rounds of the oh, game. Oh, good. Well, they don't work anyways. We are trailing the women by six in the number of wins, but have won a vast amount more money. Great work, guys. Keep it up. Yeah, great work. As we head into a fresh round, my spreadsheet has been reset to 200,000 possibilities, which is, as always, a point zero 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 five percent chance of winning with the initial guess. For comparison, winning the game at 6.30 this morning is 153 times more likely than dying from your pajamas catching on fire. Oh, that's a real thing. Jesus. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Very first guess. All you have to go on is the picture. Take a look at it. Compare it to other pictures. Give us an educated guess, and we'll go from there. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is the Rob Anybody. and Dawn Show. Call the show anytime. Well, not anytime. They won't answer after 10 or before 6. If you call, you'll get a busy signal, so that would be stupid. But it's your time. The number is 888-989-9811. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com. We mentioned we're going to uh, weave uh, various uh, emails we've gotten from Brian Palooza, which was uh, a huge success on Saturday in and out of today's show. Uh, one of the highlights uh, is, uh, you may remember, last week, uh, Nicole wrote in. She said she w- she has crippling anxiety just in general, like even to the point of uh, I'm going to be with a friend and I don't know what I'm going to say. And the idea of showing up to hundreds, as it turned out, thousands of people uh, was just unbelievable for her. And along the way, as we were trying to be uh, helpful, supporting, and sensitive, Kyle gave her a nickname of Nervous Nicole. <laughs> and uh, out of nowhere, and you'll see it in the video that's posted at members.radradio.com, uh, next person in line uh, uh, introduces herself as Nervous Nicole. Uh, and it was quite a moment. She says, I cannot say my thanks enough to you people. You people? For being so goddamn welcoming and warm to someone who was in total fight or flight, emphasis on the flight mode. Oh, sweetie. Thank you so much for the group hug, the high five from Dawn, <laughs> and the extra special hug from my favorite, Brandon. Oh. I also wanted to give a super special shout out to the girls that made this possible from the start. Standing in the light rain in Reno, Susie was so incredibly kind and without hesitation sheltered me under her umbrella. Oh. It was a kind gesture that I never even said thank you for. So, thank you. (laughs) And then, Ashley and Brittany behind me in line. Without you two, I definitely would have bailed. Oh, my gosh. So, to you, my kind line ladies, I just wanted to say through Rob's mouth how much I love and relied on you. And I guess, thanks to Kyle for giving me my infamous nickname of Nervous Nicole. (laughs) You're welcome. Anxiety is such a jackass. Logically... I knew there was nothing dangerous about the event. Logically, I knew that I would be safe and amongst friends. However, logic seems to rarely win against dumb anxiety. I am proud of myself for, quote-unquote, surviving. And I just need to say thank you yet again to the Rad Crew as well as to my line ladies. Yes. The Megan Army was out strong in Reno. You were so great to me. You were such a sweetheart. Absolutely. It's really hard to envision that you have this affliction. 
because you just seemed, I don't even know if normal is the right word to use because none of us are normal, but you didn't seem like you had that affliction had, at all. Had she not identified <laughs> as Nervous Nicole, I would have thought, okay, she's just an excited fan because it is it's it, it is weird for you. You hear us every day. We impact your lives or whatever. So a lot of people who would not identify as having social anxiety are a little weird, awkward, or, or, or whatever, lost for words. That's all I would have thought. Until you said you're nervous going, like, you have crippling anxiety? She was amazing. I'm weird or awkward sometimes when I'm meeting everyone. Um, Some of the stuff I say, I'm like, yeah. what did I just say to them? Oh, yeah. my God. The difference is, as I understand it, and hey, by the way, newsflash, even me too. The difference is, as I understand it, we don't care after the fact. We don't dwell on it. It doesn't cripple us, no, and, and no. it's awful for those of you. And to that point, uh, Nervous Nicole wrote in again this morning. Uh, and I guess this is probably, I'm guessing this is a teaser for the video or the event or whatever. I, I haven't seen it. Uh, says, I just saw the Instagram post. What do we put up about uh, BAP? That's what we call it. It's Bap, just it? a promo video, stripped down version okay. of, uh, and, I, and I think it actually just features uh, Nervous Nicole. Okay, because she says, it's all me in caps. You mother effers are really testing my anxiety. No, no, not really. But I did start crying again at work when I watched it. I hate and love you guys. All right. Uh, a couple of quick updates from the previous uh, segment, Kyle. Uh, there are people writing in, and I can't confirm or deny that say there is a satellite that picked up the actual explosion of the SpaceX Starship, and that it, it's uh, it's very pretty. Uh, no confirmation on whether it's real or a fake, but if you want to have okay. someone that this, because Kyle asked maybe saw the explosion. I'm not sure how pretty it is for those that paid for it. Yeah, they didn't care. Remember, it was a success. Yeah, we're just gonna build this hundred million dollar rocket and blow it up somewhere up there or whatever. Yeah, he said three billion was the was the amount that's, they had, right? That's the contract, but the rocket was like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's nothing. Um <laughs> nothing. Exactly. But good luck paying your electricity bill. Just remember this was nothing oh, to these companies. My uh, also a Brandon, I got a text from Dawn's husband, Dum Dum. Gary's not done for marry me, I'm a catch. Absolutely not a pressing thing for you to do, but it would be a great curiosity thing for us about the dead bird that was left in front of Kyle's uh, car this morning. Mm -hmm. We should at least at some point uh, check our, our, our security cameras to see if we if that area is captured. <gasps> oh, yeah. And can we see like a coyote dropping it off or a raccoon? Right. For no other reason, just to placate our curiosity of how it came <laughs> yeah. from. So. The best things in life on free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. With Rush Change, that's what I want. With Rush Change, that's what I want. With Rush Change, make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rush Star of Change. With Rush Change, that's what I want. With Rush Change. Change. Kicking off another round. Win Rob's change. Caller 18 is Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. All right, Nicole. All you have to go on is the picture of the bucket. Give us a number and get us started. $706.31. $706.31. That seems to me, knowing the answer, but also being able to step back, look at the bucket, look at other buckets, it'd be a pretty yeah. reasonable guess. You lose. Oh, man. <laughs> However, $706.31 is incorrect. And for this round, uh, we're going to go down the road of a little bit of a, of a word uh, journey at some point, but your first clue uh. is this. There are four different numbers in the correct answer, or are there? What are we doing here? Many of you, I bet, I'm going to go out uh, on a limb, and I'll, I won't be able to confirm this till the end. I bet, for example, this is a, this is a second hint, Chris, the spreadsheeter, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, they know exactly what I mean by that. There are four different numbers in the correct answer, or 
are they? God, are it's just too long. Hmm. We will uh, give you another chance to win Rob's change at 9.30 this morning. Okay, so we updated you on the SpaceX uh, 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 success uh, where they just blew up a rocket. <laughs> Friday, I mentioned there were a couple other things I just had to update you on because this week's going to get away from all of us. It's it's all turkeys, all Thanksgiving, yeah, all football all the time kind of week. So, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. The, oh, yeah, that's right. Happy people that like... <laughs> like to watch football on a sacred holiday, and he's not even just men anymore. It's all these weird women. <laughs> but I did want to give you my mentions, just a couple of things I got to keep you updated on. Uh, during COVID, I will never forget the, the the guy, although I don't have no idea what his name was, who who called or emailed uh, and wanted to know if um, those of us who were questioning the way COVID was being handled would ever be vindicated. And I said, basically, no, uh, in that while a lot of it will we will be proven to be right about masks being worthless, not mitigating the spread. We will be proven right about what we're doing to our kids. That doesn't mean, first of all, that a good number of Americans will still say things like, well, we did the best we could. Well, whatever. We didn't know what we were doing. But when a lot of us knew exactly what we were doing, they still will find a way to and others just won't believe it, et cetera. So but when we do see it. It is important to at least point it out. The New York Times editorial board in March of 2020, right at the beginning of COVID, wrote, quote, more and more schools have chosen to close in the past few days, reflecting a growing consensus that the benefits of closing outweigh the harms. (laughs) The immediate goal is to flatten the curve. Oh, yes. Love that phrase. So that the peak infection rate stays manageable. School closures are starting to look like the best bet. That was March 2020, New York Times. In an analysis piece from August of that same year, 2020, the New York Times laid out the parts of the country that could safely reopen schools and which should not, and at the time, advise most of the country, country keep those schools closed. Mm. And, and, and I often point out, both, both medias are biased. And so when you see Fox News report something negative about Trump or the Republican Party, you know it's true. You know it's real. When you see the New York Times report anything against the far-left liberal dogma, you know it's true. The New York Times editorial board over the weekend penned a new editorial, same people, (laughs) stating that the school closures enacted in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, which they heralded and supported, quote, are proving to be the most damaging disruption in the history of American education, end quote, something a lot of us were screaming at the time. They say it has set student progress in math and reading back by two decades. Uh, uh, Duh! And they write, the generation of students... Currently in the COVID education protocol, you know, anybody that was in it or has experienced it will, quote, experience diminished lifetime earnings and become a significant drag on the economy. Oh, lovely. One other update. Watch for this. We're on the cutting edge of this story. This story, unless it gets buried, will explode over the next few weeks. Mormon leaders are covering up an epidemic of sexual abuse that rivals scandals within the Catholic Church. Oh, oh my God. Victims claim abuse is rampant with the church facing legal action over allegations that consistently hides cases from police to avoid costly lawsuits. Their stories span decades and claim the church has allowed abusers to operate unchallenged with women and children made to suffer. Victims say abuse is rampant with Mormon families said to be suffering extremely high rates of incest. Young girls are subjected to horrific abuse. They are told to forgive their assailants and discouraged from reporting it to police. 
some specifics that have emerged from a document release ordered by the media. In Oregon, three women have accused the church of failing to protect them from a Mormon doctor who assaulted more than 200 female patients. In California, the church allegedly encouraged the silence and cover-up of child sexual abuse, including that of a three-year-old girl. In Colorado, bishops are accused of perpetuating a cycle of incestual abuse within a toxic family by failing to report it to the authorities. The word is there is so much more. And so maybe it isn't about the Catholic Church. Maybe it's about organized religion in general and something that should be looked at as these stories come out. You will hear so much more about that as it goes on. And now, baby, here's Dr. Rob, the doctor of love. Dr. Rob. Here's how the Dr. Rob statement works. You got a question, a comment, a problem of your own. Our phone number is 888-989-9811. And you can always write to the doctor. R-A-D at radradio.com. Remembering, I'm not really a doctor, and you should suck it. Uh, this is an email we got from a, a, a woman doesn't want her name used, so she signed it. Call me Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Don't know what she has against people named Deborah. She chose it. <laughs> Dear Dr. Rob, last year, my brother told his wife of eight years that he had found someone else and was leaving her. Oh. oh. His wife and two kids, a 10-year-old girl and a 7-year-old boy, were completely blindsided. My brother moved in with his new girl, divorced his wife, and believes that everyone should, quote, get over it and move on, end quote. He refuses to acknowledge how anyone might be hurt by his actions, and he has never apologized to his kids. Do you know that? Okay. Uh, She then goes on through a a paragraph to explain that he's been a real jerk to uh, the parents all before this. He's never been a great guy, uh, never had much of a relationship with the letter writer and the other siblings. And then she writes... Since we found out about the affair, we have all sunk a lot of time and effort into supporting his kids, and my sister and I have both expressed how hurtful he has been. He has not made any contact with any of us, but he will tell his children that we're terrible because we haven't reached out to him to see how he's doing. My mom invited him to Thanksgiving, and he's decided he's coming, and he's going to bring his new girl and her child. I think we should tell, her, tell him not to bring her, that it's too soon and not a good idea. But my mom is afraid my brother will cut off all contact with her and keep his kids from her and us. Okay. Deborah, you can feel however you want to feel. You have every right to – you can say whatever you want to your, to your brother about any of this. I would suggest with, with one caveat in terms of what your motivation is. Your mom – I didn't read a lot of – or a lot of her email is what you would expect, an emotional dump over how she's feeling. So I didn't read a lot of it, so some of this is background that I have from reading it. Your, your mom is hosting Thanksgiving, your mom and dad. Your mom has chosen to invite her son, and your mom is okay with him bringing his new girlfriend and her child to Thanksgiving. Your mom, who is hosting Thanksgiving in her home and who has made this decision, is afraid that if – she tells him to not bring the girlfriend and her child that he will cut off all contact from her grandchildren. Stay out of it. This is not your business. And if you say something to your brother and he doesn't come, he will make it clear to your mother and then your mother will be, will be hurt even more than what your brother has done. He will, because now she will be hurt by you because you know that this is not what she wants to do. You have every right to feel the way you want to feel. If I felt the way you did, I just wouldn't go to Thanksgiving. And I would express why to my mom. And, and I would say to my mom, you and I are good. I am not running away from you. I am not cutting you off. I just can't be, I can't, I, can't, I would ruin your Thanksgiving with my brother 
and and you. So I'm I'm just gonna stay away this year. And I love you, mom, because you don't want her to think her kids are plotting against her and 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 each other. This ain't this ain't your this ain't your thing. It's not like you're hosting Thanksgiving and mom's begging you to invite your brother. I have no suggestions for you other than those two. Okay, so this kind of speaks to your immediate issue, which is Thanksgiving. But this is also a bigger picture with with you guys because it's not just about Thanksgiving, what I'm hearing, right? It's everyday life and how he's been and what's going on and the choices that he's made. And with everything that you've said, yes, I would be horrified that my brother's this way. He, From what you've said, he sounds like an ass, sounds like a terrible father, those poor children. And that's what I'm going to speak to because – my one of my sisters, and she'll even say, did not always make the best choice with dudes, and that's fine. We've all been, and wow. a lot of us have been there. I so know. it's a it's Runs a family in the trait. Family, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and, and and let me tell you, um, one of them who's the father, I did not like a lot of choices that he made or how he lived, and was pretty much a dirtbag. However, the thing that kind of always stuck in our mind was his children, our family, that's also their blood. That's their dad. And if they look around and they see everyone has a problem with half of who made them, they're not logically saying these things, but it's internalized with what's wrong with them. Because that's their dad. That's who created them. They have, half, they have him in them. They're gonna, they might even have characteristics of his or look like him. Mm. And they, they can take it on as, what's wrong with them? Am I not going to be accepted? It could be uncomfortable. And I know you also want to make sure that you were there that also was protecting them. It, it, is, it is a hard balance to do. But I'll tell you later in life, I'm really glad we all took that route. Because sometimes they were too little to remember it. And one of the nieces started yelling at me, you never liked my dad. How dare you? And I'm like, mm. ooh. I'm sorry that that's how you remember that because there was a time that we didn't always follow that. A short time. And so they remember they remember that. You we had years of actually being cordial to him. They remember the short span of time when we weren't. And I I I don't I don't think you want to face that. And I think that you'd rather do what's best for your nieces and niece, niece and nephew. If they, if they ever you hear them talk that how he talks bad about you guys, oh, okay, you know, sorry to hear that. How was your day? You changed the subject, and, and I hope you're never allowing them to hear you talk bad or present them finding out you didn't even. I'm not telling you, you have to attend the Thanksgiving. I'm just saying that later in life, you never know how kids are internalizing things as they're growing up in these situations. And you will hear about how they internalized it later in life when they're grown up. And so will their therapist. <laughs> yes. I, I, yes. I kind of like the idea of her not showing up to this Thanksgiving. It sounds like there's a lot of issues going on in the family. There's the tensions high right now. I think maybe the best option is don't go escape. some go somewhere on a road trip, do your thing with your husband and your kids. If you have any, yeah, I, I don't even. And then, mm. Don, you went broad, which I wanted to circle back to. And on Thanksgiving, do you have a gut instinct? Well, I would feel like I, 
I, I, I, I am not a fan of lying. I just, I, I, I mean, lies for I'm throwing a surprise party, right? There's the, the little things like that. Like right now, I can't tell this person this because it would hurt them, but I'm going to tell them later. Th- those are normal things. In this kind of case, I, I don't have a problem with what Kyle's saying. And I would make sure to circle back where it's like, oh, we had this other thing planned that we really wanted to do. Don't ever let those kids think it was because their dad was there and they can't stand him, their own brother, right? Like I just, I, I'm just still thinking of the kids. I know that we tend to think of ourselves and how we think he should be as a father, of course. Um, that, however, that, that's why I suggested yeah. being completely candid with mom and then working with mom and saying, okay, mom, you understand, right? I know you're disappointed. How are we going to present this so that the kids... Don't think, and it's very easy. The kids aren't going to make anything out of it it, 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 because they're not going to process it unless you give them a reason to. It would be easy for them to come up with a reason. Why isn't Aunt So and So here? They'll they'll have an answer. Oh, she's doing something with her in laws. Even if the kids aren't going to be there, right? Maybe they're with their mom and that side of the family. Which right now the plan is they will be there. That's the whole point of the email. His kids will be there. Oh, his kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His kids will be there. Okay, because I don't know if they're going to be with their mother somewhere else. Yeah, moms. No, the kid. I'm sorry. That was also in the background. The kids are going to be there either way because he he had already agreed to drop them off at grandma's house. And that's the other thing. Grandma's worried that if they, you know, rescind the invite, he's going to come pick up the kids and take them away. And then the kids really know. Listen, they, they, they need to see some united front. Kids need stability and security. Suck it they up. They don't need chaos. Suck as, it up, show up, and just deal with it. As and, an adult, and yes. Be nice to the you, girlfriend and just You have it to be the girl. Okay. You don't have to be, like, fake. No, no, you don't have to let this woman be your best friend. You don't have to be like sitting next to her having conversation, but being cordial and not being snooty and not saying snooty things and not rolling your eyes and making faces. And I'm, mm-hmm. Kids pick up on this stuff. And, and last thing, I go back now to the, the broad thing. And again, I realize things that I'm hypersensitive to these days. Please remember, no matter what you think you know, you don't know. This is a relationship between two human adults, your brother and what was his wife, and you don't know what happened. And when, we, when you wrote he's never apologized to his kids, I don't know how you know that definitively. Why? Because somebody said that out loud? How do you know? Unless he told you. If he has told you, I've never apologized to, them, to my kids because I don't have to, well, then that's one thing. And you don't know how this all happened, why he left her, how the, how the, the, the affair happened. You don't know. And you have no relationship you've admitted with your brother. So you can't even communicate with him. So I would suggest you just stop worrying about that and go back to everything Dawn said about worrying about the kids. I sure hope no one, no one ever looked at those kids and said, has your dad ever apologized to you? For having How an affair? Yeah. That? Right? Dr. Oh Rob is right. not a real exactly. doctor. Oh he only plays a doctor on the radio. Most of the time, he's full of crap. You can write to the Dr. R-A-D at radradio.com. We're going to play the pressure cooker. Got some holiday cash for you. A $100 Visa gift card. The pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't win every single day. We sure don't. We don't get a winner every single day. Uh, we, we knew what you meant. It's trivia. <laughs> you either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. Do it. 888-989-9811. 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. For some reason, Rad Radio is now a streaming service. See the faces of radio on Rad TV at members. 
Jobs.radradio.com. Follow-up email from Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. We did the Dr. Rob segment. Woman wrote in, said uh, her brother had an affair on his wife. She's got two kids. He's never apologized to the kids. He never had a great relationship with the family anyways. Oh, and he moved in with the girl. Uh, and, uh, oh, mom invited him to Thanksgiving. And and, oh, and and the girlfriend's bringing her kids, and his kids will be there, too. Uh, and so I, I told the letter writer, well, this is between mom and the son. So he, so either don't go, or I think Dawn landed on grow up and go and do it for the good of the kids. Because the main focus was his kids still need to, to, to see, it, it, I think what Dawn was referring to as a united front kind of thing. And Jasmine said, this is hurting those kids. It's really concerning how much resentment she has. Those kids can feel that anger. Also, an adult should not be discussing and engaging in gossip with kids. Sounds like she's engaging with negative discussions with those kids, and that's damaging to them. My best suggestion is get help for yourself. Take care of yourself because most of this is your problem and how you're choosing to deal with this. You need to back out. And even if you're like, no, 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 we never talk about it with the kids. They still feel it. (laughs) And they hear things we we think they don't hear a lot of our conversations. Okay, and if you don't believe that, go back to being a kid. Yes. How much did you hear that you know now they didn't want you to hear? And how much did it affect you? We mentioned we'll work these in uh, throughout the show. Brian Palooza was Saturday. It was extraordinary. Our biggest event ever. Uh, more than 2,000 maggots easily uh, uh, turned out. And we had some very unique moments, including this one. I, uh, when I called my wife as I was driving home, I said, well, this is a first in my career. Kyle wrote in and said, we had seven Kyles by my account who showed up. Yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> uh, and said, I just want to say thank you so much for signing my dad. Oh, it meant the world yes. to me. Oh my you guys gosh. are awesome. Uh, he had he had a box, oh. and in the box, What's in the box, yeah, was Dad. The urn was <laughs> in the box. So we didn't sign the urn, but we signed the box. Uh, he was a huge fan. Dad was, uh, and he passed earlier this year. That was the one time I choked up during Brian Palooza. Like I was like, I, I didn't think I was going to happen at all. I know everybody gets emotional when they come in the line, but that one kind of got to me. Yeah, there were there, and there were a lot of emotional moments. Uh, and and there were a, a couple others because Kyle and I were positioned next to each other, and there were also a couple others where there's where there was some very emotional, sad things that were said and occurred, and then and then Kyle and I would look at each other and go. Okay, now we got to smile for a picture after that. We love you sharing. Don't take that wrong. But yeah, I, I saw the emotion in Kyle on that one. All right, let's get to the pressure cooker. We got a $100 Visa gift card. A little holiday cash for you. Caller 18 is Dalton. Hello, Dalton. Nice seeing you on Saturday. Yay, yay. Thank you. Nice seeing you, sir. Uh, here's how this works. Your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true-false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right, and then you got to get four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing you say. So if you say mom and then you say sister, i got to take mom as your answer. Do you have any questions? No question. All right. Good luck. True or false, Thanksgiving always falls on the fourth Thursday of every November. False. Ankara is the capital city of what country? Pass. Male turkeys are called toms. What are female turkeys called? Pass. Which cartoon dog has been the balloon most often in the Thanksgiving parade? Snoopy. What was the name of the ship sailed by the pilgrims? Mayflower. What state raises the most turkeys? Connecticut. Which soup company invented invented green bean casserole? Campbell's. What is a baby turkey called? 
Uh, right. As long as we start the question before the buzzer, we take the answer. That was eight questions. You only need Damn. five. He had a good strategy. He, I mean, at least he very, very quickly uh, came up with whatever he wanted to say as his answer. Let's see how he did. True or false, Thanksgiving always falls on the fourth Thursday of every November. There's, a, there's an old rule in test taking. Anytime they say something like always, mm-hmm. if you don't know, you assume that that's wrong. So he said that is false. Damn it. Because I phrased it in present tense. I said Thanksgiving always falls on the fourth Thursday of, no- of every November. It is true. It hasn't always fallen, but it does always fall now. That was it was adjusted uh, back in the early 1900s. It always is the fourth. That's why Thanksgiving some years, like this year, it's early. Oh, yeah. my God. Why is it so early? Right. And then some years it's on the 29th. They're like, why is it so late? It's Christmas already. The calendar's weird. Uh, Ankara is the capital city of what country? Now he passed, which... Yell out a country. Ankara. Alaska. Right. Oh, there you go, Turkey. Oh. Come on. Come uh, on. Deductive uh, reasoning, yeah. right? It's Thanksgiving. Right. right. Gobble, gobble. Uh, another odd one to pass on. Male turkeys are called Toms. What are female turkeys called? Jennies. Okay. <laughs> right? I'm forgetting. Yeah, I don't I remember. I just went blank. Hens. Oh, although, that's right. Although Jennies is a, is a female donkey. I wanted to say a hen, but I'm like, oh. that's a chicken. And why are they called Jenny O'Turkey? Jenny's may be a nickname, and I may have had to go back and check if he had said that. But but the official name is there. Maybe their favorite turkey was named Jenny. Maybe. uh, Juvenile females are called Jenny's. There you go. All right. Uh, (laughs) Which cartoon dog has been the balloon most often in the Thanksgiving parade? He said Snoopy. Snoopy's been in 42 of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parades. Ronald McDonald is second, but he's behind by 13 appearances. Rocky and Bullwinkle, and then Kermit the Frog are the top four. What was the name of the ship sailed by the pilgrims? He said the Mayflower. What state raises the most turkeys? At least in this case, he blurted out a state. He said Kentucky. He said Connecticut. Yeah, I heard Connecticut. Is mm-hmm. it still wrong? Oh, he said Connecticut? Yeah. How did I hear Kentucky? <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, yes. Oh, good job. Is that... Is that retention on your part? Or yeah, you? because we did a fall quiz. Uh-huh. Um, wow, you are a few a... weeks ago, and we did the same question last year. You are so good. Uh, Minnesota had the highest number of raised turkeys at forty-two and a half million. Uh, North Carolina and Arkansas are second and third. Which soup company invented green bean casserole? I mean, the answer is almost in the question. He said Campbell's. Yum. Yeah, no thanks for that, Campbell's. Uh, the Stick recipe chicken noodle soup was created by in 1955 <laughs> by Dorcas Riley. Dorcas at the I Campbell's Soup Company. Known. Is his middle name Malorcas? Well, it's a she. First of all, <laughs> sorry, Dorcas? didn't mean to presume this gender. Poor woman. Dorcas for a girl. Uh, so she, she she had to do something that was lifelong with that name. She was the uh, she was one of the chefs for for Campbell's soups, uh, and she created it. It's a very popular side dish for Thanksgiving dinners. In fact, Campbell's estimates it served in about twenty million households. Do you know what? But is it really liked? I feel like sometimes people just have you know, it because it's tradition. I mean, well, I mean, oh, there's going to be outliers. Okay, but like uh, 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 of all the homes that serve it. I want the percentages of those that, well, I mean, you know, it's Thanksgiving. You're supposed to have green bean casserole as opposed to, oh, my God, we can't wait for the green bean casserole. Oh, and we do it pretty good over in the the Kyle household (laughs) now. Uh, We make an Alfredo version of a green bean casserole. Oh, Oh, it's Mm. so damn good. Okay, well, now that sounds very different. I still don't need it at Thanksgiving, That sounds like that might be good. My my, my issue with it is I don't need it at Thanksgiving. Well, you dip your rolls in it. It's even better. Great. My my wife's broccoli casserole, that was the the last thing I... The, the most recent thing I, I considered adding, I had my Thanksgiving menu. I didn't yeah. eat it. When I tell you something, like, you know, we're going to add. But I, to your question, Don, I, I would guess 
that probably, yes, green bean casserole kind of falls into the same heading as cranberries or cranberry sauce. It's like yeah. not everybody wants it, but we got to serve it for people who do want it. My, and also in, in my house, that rolls would come under that heading too. Um, but, yes, it's obviously it's not turkey, mashed potato, stuffing level. Our niece, Queenie, that used to be on the show, loves the cranberries in the can. You know, just the gel ones. <laughs> good. Yep. And, yeah. and when I was shopping for stuff, I'm like, oh, God. Let me buy. I think they were even two for $3. So she'll be sent home with oh, good. a lot of cans. Because I, 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 I have to buy one today for my wife. Because I said to her, I said, really? I'm going to spend however much it costs for you to have two bites. Because that's all she's going to have. You right. plop it out with the lines around yeah. the can. Oh, and then figured out a new version of cranberry sauce. It's a little different. You make a jello. You use raspberry jello and throw raspberries, cranberries, and pomegranates in it. And it's fantastic. And we asked, what is a baby turkey called? He said, a chick. Again, this is babies, and then they do grow to be chicks or whatever. It's a pult. A P-O-U-L-T. A pult. Is a baby it's a turkey. baby turkey. No, it's a baby pot. Oh, it's a little baby. It's a little baby pot. Oh, little babies are so cute. Uh, and uh, in the end, he got three right. Oh. Yeah. He knew Campbell's Soup, the Mayflower, and Snoopy. <laughs> Two more chances for you to win $100 Visa gift cards at 8 and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio, where all Rad products are available at radradio.com in the Stupid Store. How appropriate, a stupid store for a stupid show. You're listening to The Rob and Dawn Show. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Says, I'm writing to request a birthday shout out for my beautiful wife, Sabina, not Sabrina. We took a trip to Vegas this year and listened to your show from Gardnerville to Vegas. Good God. Why? Were you going to a funeral? Ugh. I mean, there's music. <laughs> what a terrible idea that is. I guess we just can't get enough of you all. Even though my wife got a birthday week, gifts every day, and a trip to Vegas to finish the week, I know that she will not be happy unless she gets a birthday shout-out from her favorite radio people to finish it off. Aww. I couldn't do it without this woman. She is literally the greatest, most hardworking mother I've ever personally seen. She does everything for our children, Emma and Jonathan, and myself, which is why I always try to put her first. What a good husband! She deserves the world, but she probably won't be happy unless she hears a shout-out from the show that Dawn hates. <laughs> We were talking about Thanksgiving and side dishes and uh, green bean casserole, and uh, Brianna wrote in and said, we make a similar thing as Kyle's cranberry sauce. We use cranberry jello, craisins, and walnuts. Oh, It's like cranberry sauce, but with a nice crunch and texture to it. Oh, just add marshmallows. It is yummy, but we still have to buy the canned gel for my sister every year. <laughs> There's always somebody. Yep. You gotta have the canned glop <laughs> with the lines around it. Let's talk to Steve Mickelson, live from Las Vegas, Nevada, and MixPicks.com. Two K's in Mix, two K's in Picks, and the Mix Picks podcast that Steve and I do every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m., including this Wednesday, live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Steve, one of the things we are going to dive into deep when we do the podcast on Wednesday is college football. It's going to be a big uh, weekend. We're heading towards the college football playoffs. Ohio State, this is the AP poll, Ohio State passed Michigan 
and moved up to number two in the AP College Football Poll Sunday a week before those two rivals play. So we got two two teams that are in the top four of the AP poll, and they'll probably be in the uh, the college football playoff rankings that come out later uh, as well. Georgia remained number one. Washington moved up a spot uh, after the 2022 or 22 to 20 win, sorry, against uh, Oregon State in Oregon. Florida dropped in the AP poll, even though they beat Alabama 58 to 13. And a lot of people believe that even though they had that overwhelming win, it's because quarterback Jordan Travis was carted off the field. So Florida doesn't have him moving forward. What jumps out to you about all of that? Yeah, really, the Michigan-Ohio State doesn't really matter. They play this week, and as you can see in the polls, Ohio State is ranked higher, yet Michigan is currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Ohio State. So to me, that kind of just sums up the polls because – you know, what you see in the polls versus what the point spreads are many, many times are different things. Florida State's quarterback getting hurt really hurt their season as I thought they were guaranteed a spot in the playoff system. Uh, the winner, the Michigan, Ohio State's going to go. Georgia's going to go. So there, there's still some spots open, but uh, Michigan, Ohio State, definitely the game of the weekend. When my husband's watching all his sports stuff, why do I sometimes hear in the background the Ohio? That's what you're supposed to say, the Ohio State. It's oh, that, a, yes. so that is Ohio State. Yes, I got it's you. A, it's, okay. a pro, it's a provincial thing. I just thought there were two different Because uh, the, there's also, well, there's a, there's a, there's a uh, what is it, Ohio State of Miami, right, Steve? Uh, uh, something Or Miami State of Ohio or something no, like that. that the, there's Miami of Ohio. Yeah. And it, it, isn't that where the Ohio State comes from? Where you're supposed to emphasize the I don't know. Yeah. I haven't gone into that much yeah. of Ohio State history because I'm a Michigan guy. So when you when you start when you started out by saying Ohio State Michigan doesn't really matter, you were talking about the point spread related to the coaches' poll because, right as you said, it, whoever wins is the one going to the college football playoffs. Correct. Not, you don't think both of them could get into the CFP? I, I don't really think both of them will get in somehow. You know, I'm never counting out Alabama. They have one loss because Alabama goes to the SEC championship game and and wins it. Chances are Alabama is going to slide in there, uh, which would be higher than the loser of the Michigan-Ohio State game, even though I would argue that Michigan-Ohio State, when they played late in the season, were two and three. It just seems that, you know, pollsters and, and these things, they always penalize teams for losing late. You know, you could have one loss. I could have one loss. It could be my opening week of the season. You get it second or third to the last week of the season, and it always seems that you would get penalized more because you lost late in the season. Again, something I don't agree with, but that's just the facts of how it works out. Let's jump to the NFL. We'll start with our pigskin picks. Team Don, bitches. Cheats, bitches. We do winners and losers every week in the NFL. No point spreads. Uh, and uh, as we were heading into week 11, uh, remember uh, uh, Steve Mickelson had a one-game lead over Don, but they disagreed on seven games. Oh, Jesus. But that means, like, <laughs> like if Don got three of them right and Steve got four, there wouldn't be much movement. It was another weird week in the oh, NFL. Oh, the no. ability to predict games is getting harder and harder, says me, the guy who finished in last for the weekend. No. But we're all within two games of each other. Ah. I, I went eight and five. Dawn and Kyle went nine and four. Yeah. Brando and Steve went ten and three for the weekend. Right. Okay, not so bad. Not so bad. For the season, Steve Mickelson still in first place by one game over Dawn. Oh boy. Seven games over me and nine over Kyle and Brandon. And if you go to our membership site where the maggots are playing along at members.radradio.com, Steve Mickelson in the lead with one hundred three games correct. 
Meanwhile, J Dog and C Seventeen Hydro have ten more. One hundred and thirteen games correct. <laughs> Franken Bean and Mr. Mike have one hundred and ten correct. Proving that maybe there's no science to this at all whatsoever. Some highlights from the weekend, Steve. I was not thrilled with how your team or my team won. Now, I know you always say a win is a win, and of course that is true. However, if you watch the games and, you, and you're watching them critically, you can see things and go, this is not a team that's going to beat, in my case, the Philadelphia Eagles, or in your case as well. Because I'm always, at this point, Steve, I'm rooting for your Lions. I would love to see you be able to get into the playoffs. I would love to, for you and I to be able to have such a great weekend of, of, of my Niners being the team that knocks your Lions out of oh. the NFC Championship oh, no. game. That would be wonderful. Oh. It's fun. <laughs> Um, but let's start with my Niners. They have a 27-14 victory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's their second in a row. They are 7-3. and three. They have a one-game lead now because the Seahawks lost. And, yes, quarterback Brock Purdy achieved a perfect rating as a quarterback. There's only been 80 of them in NFL history, a game where a quarterback has achieved a perfect passer rating. For those of you who don't know how it's formulated, you don't care. Just but shut good up. for him. Uh, there's only been three in the history of the 49ers. I mean, Brock Purdy is now etched in stone with the two greatest Niners quarterbacks of modern time. Whoa! Steve Young did it in October of 1989. Joe Montana did it a month later because he always had to show up Steve Young in November of 1989. I love this. No one would have ever predicted that for that kid. Game didn't feel that way watching it, Steve. I mean, the Niners took over in the second half. I, I feel like they went into the locker room and somebody said what you and I said. Dudes, we're looking past the Buccaneers and we're getting ready for the Seahawks on Thursday. Pull your heads out. What did you think? I, I can see that. That my part is is relax. You still had a thirteen point win. You were going up against the Buccaneers, who are one of the better defenses in the league, and they have been outstanding at shutting down the run, which is really what they their goal was: take the run away from the Forty ers make Brock Purdy beat them throwing the ball. Well, guess what? Brock Purdy beat them throwing the ball. So. Uh, for me, the 49ers, look, you can't be perfect every single week. You still won by 13 <laughs> points. I, to me, it's that relax. You are you are the best team in the NFL. As long as you stay healthy, no one's going to beat you. And uh, I, I thought it was a good game. I, I didn't knock the 49ers. You know, I mean, you could critique it. And, yes, there oh, were I some am. things here and there. And, why are you going to let Baker Mayfield leave the team down to score a touchdown? Because mm-hmm. he's a terrible quarterback. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, they still played good. All right. And they play Thanksgiving evening against the Seahawks. We'll preview, oh, my God, uh, the evening. We'll preview that game. Yes, like it's been for the last decade uh, plus. There's a 930 game, a 130 game, and a 530 <laughs> game. Give or take half an hour if I don't have those right on Thanksgiving. We'll talk about that game. Uh, Steve will be back with us here on Wednesday morning. Uh, like usual on a Friday, and then uh, Steve and I will do the Mixed Picks podcast at 10 a.m. Wednesday. So then we get to your Detroit Lions, Steve. Are you going to relax with them? They were playing one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Chicago Bears, uh, and your Lions had to, and they did, and that's good, score 17 points in the fourth quarter for a comeback 31-26 to win. To me, that was a huge win. Yes, I was disappointed somewhat watching the game. Justin Fields was back to being Justin Fields that – if the coach and the Bears would have allowed him to do this early on, you know, the, the he's tough to stop because he can run, he can throw, you know, he does it all. But this is a game the Lions don't ever win. They should have lost. They found a way to come back. I think they scored, what was it, like 12 points or something like that in in the last, like, two and a half minutes of the game. Lions had no business winning this game. They found a way to do it. 
good teams find ways to win, bad teams find ways to lose. And maybe the Lions have finally found the formula, you know, to become a good team. And and to add to it, you know, the Lions are sitting at 8-2. Outstanding season. You know, this is unbelievable. To give you an idea, the Lions have never been 8-2 in my lifetime. (laughs) The last time they were 8-2 was in 1962, which is before I was even born. So I right now am watching the greatest season the Lions have ever had in my lifetime. I'm loving it. They found a way to win. They never should have yesterday, and I cannot knock them in any way. So you're clearly in a glass glass half-full mood this morning, which is always lovely. So you, to recap, you view this as, I'm not going to be upset that they let a terrible team take a big lead against my team, the Lions. I'm going to be thrilled that they found a way to overcome that adversity that never should have occurred in the first place. Absolutely, because when they get down late in games before, they've never been able to figure out a way to come back and win. They finally did it. So look at the bright spot. All right. As always, the Lions will play on Thanksgiving. They'll be the early game against the Packers, who won uh, yesterday against uh, the Chargers 23 to 20. Now let's see if you have a glass half full attitude about the Chargers. You have been calling for weeks for head coach Brandon Staley to be fired. Quarterback Justin Herbert and safety Derwin James after the game were the only ones, according to reports, that were talking in the lo- in the locker room. Otherwise, it was silent with, with Charger players staring forward in a mix of disbelief and frustration. Uh, last week versus uh, your Detroit Lions, the Chargers offense uh, or the Chargers defense gave up 200 yards rushing to the Detroit Lions. Yesterday, it was Jordan Love, a quarterback for the Packers who has not looked like an NFL quarterback, who threw for 322 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That, by the way, that's the most passing yards of Jordan Love's career. I wouldn't say that's good news for the Packers. I would say the Chargers are in a free-for-all. And in fact, an incensed re- in an incensed response to a reporter, Head coach of the Chargers, Brandon Staley, said, quote, I have full confidence. I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. I know you think he should, unless you've changed, be fired probably today. What do you think the status is of head coach Brandon Staley and the Chargers? I will tell you, I kept checking the news last night. The first (laughs) thing I did this morning was check the news because the fact that he makes it through like three more hours today and is not fired, I will be amazed. He should he should have been gone like a year and a half ago. The fact he's still their head coach it stuns me. This is a game the Chargers never should have lost. Jordan Love is not an accurate passer. He's not very good. He throws for over 300 yards. As you mentioned, he has never done anything in the NFL. Chargers allowed it to happen. No way they should have lost this game. And Brandon Staley should be fired. I'd have left him in Green Bay. You know, I'd have pulled that Lane Kiffin thing, fired him on the tarmac to find your own way home, and uh, you, you, you're done with this organization. So good thing I'm not the GM. So the Chargers are going the wrong way, and then you've got the Cleveland Browns. They're starting quarterback Deshaun Watson. He's out, and yet they defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday with rookie Dorian Thompson-Robinson starting. Uh, he led the Browns on a game-winning field goal drive. This is the third last-minute field goal win for the Browns in a row. They're a game behind the Ravens, and the Browns have signed Super Bowl-winning quarterback Joe Flacco. 
Uh, he will be on the active roster. Whether or not he's going to be their new starter remains to be seen. Are the Browns somebody we shouldn't be looking past? The Browns we shouldn't be looking past because they are their defense is one of the best defenses we've seen in a long time. They're not giving up points. They are absolutely dominating. They are the best defense in the NFL. It's just their offense isn't very good. Dorian Thompson, Robinson got the start through for 165 yards. But for me, it was much more of a case of Kenny Pickett is not a very good quarterback in the NFL for the Steelers. The Steelers had their opportunities. They had field position, and Pickett just couldn't do anything at all on offense, and they ended up just punting the ball back to the Browns. It uh, it was it was a tough game to watch because both teams' offenses were really not very good, uh, but both teams' defenses are really good, and it was low scoring like expected, but Joe Flacco... If he's your answer, you're not going anywhere either. Uh, another team that a lot of us wrote off very early on in the season, uh, the Denver Broncos trailed the Minnesota Vikings for most of, of Sunday night football last night. And then Russell Wilson, remember him? He was done. He's gone. He's washed up. He was able to guide the Broncos on a 10-play, 75-yard drive that ended with a touchdown pass to Cortland Sutton. Denver won 21-20. That's their fourth straight win. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're going to be either two or one games back of the Chiefs after tonight's game. Uh, there's seven playoff spots that come out of the AFC. They're 10th right now, but they're within a game of being fifth. Uh, and they've got one of the best head coaches of all time in the modern era, Sean Payton. Uh, what about the Broncos as a threat? You know, it just kind of shows to me how great a coach I think Sean Payton is. You know, early on in the season, their defense was awful. They had changed defensive schemes and brought in a new defensive coordinator People were already saying, look, you need to move Russell Wilson or you need to get rid of Sean Payton. They can't coexist as this team's awful. They're playing great football right now. Russell Wilson's having a fantastic season, and uh, Sean Payton is right at the ship, and suddenly the Broncos are right back in playoff contention, as you mentioned. You know, the Vikings, Josh Dobbs, I mean, just a wonderful story to this point. But, uh, you know, somebody had to lose that game. The Vikings the did. And uh, didn't hurt my feelings as a Lions fan. Let those Vikings have another loss. But easily give the division to the Lions. So, Boy, you are, uh, Denver's playing good football. I, I, have, I have never heard you this uh, excited and confident in the Detroit Lions. It's, I love it's, it. It's fantastic. Best record ever oh! in my lifetime. Think about that. That's thanks to Roseanne's soup. That's, Dan that's, Campbell. That's, 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 uh, that's Dawn's uh, way of remembering the head coach's name of, of, of your team, Detroit Lions. See, Dan <laughs> from the show Roseanne, yeah. mm -hmm. and then Soup from Campbell's Soup, and that's how she always knows it's Dan Campbell. Isn't that cute? Um, we got an email here, Steve, uh, from uh, Robert. Hey, Robert. Now, I, before I read, look, there's a, there's a belief in sports. There's no such thing as moral victories. You either win or you don't. But this was as pretty close as you get to a moral victory, I thought. Uh, Robert says, Steve, I just wanted to ask how you feel about the Raiders. Raiders. All season long, you've been saying they're a dumpster fire and this and that. They're five wins, six losses with a very well-performing defense that kept the Dolphins to 20, 20 points. I feel the defense is going in the right direction, but the offense is nowhere it's supposed to be. 20-13, to 13, the Raiders lost to the Dolphins, who are a far superior, talented team. What do you make of all that? I thought it was a really good team. You know, the Raiders forced turnovers. I think the Dolphins had three turnovers in that game. They also missed a field goal. To, to me, I agree with that. Uh, you know, the, it was a loss, but 
it was a confidence-building loss. I think Pierce, as the head coach, has turned this team around. We've known all season the Raiders' offense just really isn't any good. It's just a shame they couldn't have scored in the second half. I mean, they were down 14-13 at halftime. They've had opportunities. Uh, but the other positive I take out of it, not that I think he's a franchise quarterback, but I like the fact they've turned to Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. He was the rookie they drafted out of Purdue. Let's see what he can do. We're not going to go on and, like, you know, win the Super Bowl or anything. But uh, to me, it was a really good game for the Raiders. Yes, they did lose, but I still think it shows the team is finally moving in the right direction. And, Steve, one last thing. What about the Cowboys? They're, they're, they're racking up big wins. They're not playing real teams. I mean, they, they beat the Carolina Panthers, who have one win all year, 33-10. to 10. What was it, the Giants earlier? So they're, they're not getting a lot of attention. Are they quietly getting well, getting healthy, and they're going to be very dangerous as we head towards the playoffs? No, I just think the Cowboys are the best team in the NFL at beating really, really bad teams. And they're proud of the fact that they like to score a lot of points because it actually makes their team look good when yeah, they can yeah. beat the bottom feeders by 30 oh, or 40 points oh. or other teams like the 49ers or that, or the chiefs, they'll ease up a bit, you know, Niners, I mean, Cowboys up 30, still throwing the ball, you know, with four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Again, great win for the Cowboys looks fantastic on paper. But come on, you know, let's go beat a real team. Let's go see what they do against the Eagles. Uh, yeah, right. And, and on Thanksgiving, they will host the Washington Commanders. Not a real team. Any retort from our resident Cowboy fan? You know, unfortunately, he's spot on. To be honest. Oh, you're so So you're, you're not confident yet. You need to see him. No, you know, they're, the they're, Eagles, they're, they're like uh, the man of glass almost. You know, like they always crumble. When it counts. All right, Steve, let's get to Monday Night Football. <laughs> game of the week for sure. One of the games of the year. It's a rematch of the Super Bowl. It's the Kelsey brother on the Kelsey brother. <gasps> oh, my God, yay! It is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, as you mentioned, this is the repeat of the Super Bowl. It is the Eagles' opportunity to get revenge <laughs> going into Kansas City and winning this game. Right now, the Chiefs are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The Eagles are riding a three-game winning streak right now. Again, this team can score. They've put up over an average of over 30 points a game. But keep in mind, their defense just really isn't getting it done as of late. They have had some injuries. But I expect this to be an outstanding game. The Chiefs, they won last week against Miami after losing that game to Denver, which was a really ugly loss. But the Chiefs will be all right. Right now, both teams are the number one seeded teams in their conferences, and something to consider here, the Chiefs' defense, we haven't seen this, like, in my my lifetime, but the big difference here is the Chiefs actually have a top-five defense in the NFL. No one's talking about it yet, but this defense is really good, and uh, if the Chiefs can keep their offense going, I still think they're down a wide receiver, but uh, it'll be interesting. And the Eagles' weakness on defense is they really struggle to stop the pass. Look for Patrick Mahomes to pretty much do whatever he wants in this game. I have the Chiefs winning. They are at home, but I'm hoping it's an exciting, close game that goes down to the end. Everybody's got the Chiefs except for Kyle on the pigskin picking panel. Yeah, no, no faith. He has uh, taken the, the Eagles on the road. If you're a 49er fan, you're rooting for the Chiefs as uh, as the, 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 the sparring for who gets the number one seed in the NFC the Eagles need. 
a loss. All right, Steve, have a great week, quote, quote, because we're going to talk to you on Wednesday morning, about 49 hours uh, from right now. Thank you. Have a wonderful week. That is uh, Steve Mickelson, uh, live from Las Vegas and MixPicks.com, 2Ks in Mix, 2Ks in Picks, and also part of the MixPicks podcast, which we do every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. It's like hanging out with your friends, but they're actually funny. Email the show anytime at rad at radradio.com. We got this one from uh, Randy. Hey, Randy. Who was one of thousands, literally, in attendance at Brian Palooza 2023 on Saturday. An amazing turnout uh, to South 40 in Reno. Thank you all so much. This question uh, was posed, uh, I would guess, about a dozen times to uh, to me uh, as you came to, uh, to, to meet the Rad crew. Kyle uh, was greeting people. I was second. Uh, Dawn was third, and then Brandon was on the end so that he could tell Dawn to shut up. We need to move the line along. Yes. Uh, Randy said, it was great finally meeting you all this weekend at Brian Palooza, but I forgot to ask the commissioner of the IFSF something on site. Don't worry. Plenty of others did. Kyle is a Kings fan, but was rocking a Michael Jordan Bulls jersey. Isn't this against the rules? Yeah. As I explained, if you look at the rules in a vacuum, yes, but there are exceptions written into the rules. This one doesn't apply to Kyle, but if you're a girl, you can do whatever you want because girls don't matter, period, <laughs> and especially when they come to sports. But there is also another exception, uh, which is uh, uh, military members and family, direct family of military members who have served don't have to follow any of the rules because the military fights for our right to have stupid discussions, arguments, and lists like this. Kyle's dad served, and he comes from a long line uh, of family members who served. Plus, as I've said multiple times, Kyle's going to take advantage of any loophole he can. <laughs> so he so he really was shoving it in your face at Brian Palooza. Yes, and Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. And I think maybe we can write another rule to the IFFS. IFSF. Yeah, it's better. It's easier typed out. But I think we should make an exception for Michael Jordan jerseys because... He, he he was the greatest. There's, there's nobody who's better than him. Well, I'm not going to make an exception for Michael Jordan jerseys for those who don't already have an exception. But the, and, and here's why specifically. I agree with you. And that's why what I do is I sport endless Jordan gear. You can wear all sorts of Jordan gear without wearing anything that is Bulls related. And so, ah, and so if okay. you're a Jordan fan, I am a fan of Jordan. But I'm not a fan of the Bulls in any way. I don't want the Bulls anywhere near me, and you shouldn't either if you have a team like I do. I'm a Sacramento Kings fan oh, if you didn't hear. Oh, that's right. And so I will not allow that as the commissioner. But you can do – again, if you already have an exemption, do whatever you want. Yeah. And it, it's the sickest jersey I have. It's probably the nicest article of clothing I own. So did he only play with the – who is it? The Bulls? Well, that, those no. are the only years we talk about. Okay, because I was going to say, like, there was – so you could – could you wear a jersey? No. That, no, no, no. That wasn't a Bulls jersey. No. It was just a Jordan jersey. No. The Wizards had, jersey? No, because you're – no, you can't wear a jersey of any – first of all, you can't just wear a Jordan jersey. What are you going to put on the front of it? They don't make his, that. Whatever his number no, is. No, you can wear any Jordan gear you want like I do, but you can't wear a jersey because the only – No, but I'm asking you. No, 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 no. But, uh, hold on. What? Just asking you a question. It gets so testy. Uh, you so know what I get ch- about this. You don't care about the answer. <laughs> no, I don't, but I'm curious. With this Jordan gear, yes. do they offer 
not a jersey from any sports team, but it's just a jersey, right? You know how they just have jerseys? Not that I'm aware of, shirts, but if they you know? do and it has yeah. no other team on it, fine. <laughs> right. That just falls under my heading of Jordan gear, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but not other teams. Yeah, and I do have a Scottie Pippen jersey, but next I need Dennis Rodman. Now, now we're ridiculous. Now this makes no sense at all. But again, oh, he, can, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, in mere moments after jokes from the mangots, you're going to oh, get man. the Dogwoods Resort canine cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? The adventures of various breeds of dogs named Odin, Tyr, and Freya. Aww. Then we have uh, Pugs, Pookie, Hazel, and Lila doing what <laughs> Pugs do, having trouble breathing. Oh, and baby. a family of ducks oh. swim and eat breakfast on Lake oh, Tahoe. Oh, sweet Yes, dogs. ducks, as part of the canine cam, send whatever animals you have recorded horizontally, R-A-D, at radradio.com. <laughs> And you're listening to us, so you are. If you have jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Do not call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. 13-year-old Athena says, what did the cow say to the leather chair? What? Hi, Mom. (laughs) I thought you were hiding. (laughs) (laughs) From 9-year-old Lily. Oh, sweet Lily. What do you call a reluctant potato? What? A hesitator. (laughs) (laughs) What is a potato's favorite TV show? What? Starch Trek. (laughs) Got a note here from Big D. Hey, Big D. Says, what a turnout for Brian Palooza. And the amount of maggots that stayed and hung out after meeting all of you was awesome. Awesome. South 40 was really the perfect place for the event. It was truly an honor to be able to be part of it with our booth of freeze-dried candies. Yay! I don't think I can thank you enough for having us there, and I'd like to shout out Russell, Lori, and Kyla for all the nonstop work they did pumping out those delicious rad turkey brine sandwiches. Aww. I hear they're good. They're uh, so yeah, good. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Uh, what? What? what I, I had one, Brando. I ordered one, uh-huh. and it, it turns out that I saw the, the sandwich that I had ordered. It was on Kyle's section of the, the table, Ruh-ruh. so it never made it over to me, and it did look like it had taken a couple of bites out of it. Yeah, so I finished all mine. I'm glad you left it there for me to clean up. There was a, oh, man. There, there was a lot of food consumption by Kyle during the event. Oh, God. I did, I did talk to Big D after the the event, and he was uh, overwhelmed uh, with uh, with everyone, so uh, thank you. Uh, to, and, and there's more to come from Big D and Mrs. Big D and their freeze-dried candies. We'll keep you updated. Oh, yay. Here's uh, his submission of uh, uh, holiday dad jokes. What was the scarecrow's favorite fruit? What? what? Strawberries. <laughs> what did the pumpkin say after Thanksgiving? What? what? Good pie for everyone. Jesus. Mm. The only good pie is a cream pie. What smells the best on Thanksgiving? What? what? Your nose. <laughs> And why did the turkey sit on the tomahawk? Why? why? To hatch it. (laughs) Here's a couple from Greg. Hi, Greg. I still remember the day they pronounced my dad dead. I couldn't believe I'd been saying dad wrong all those years. (laughs) Hey, dad. While furniture shopping, I found a really nice bed. But I couldn't make up my mind whether or not I wanted to get it, so I figured I'd sleep on it. Seems reasonable. <laughs> These are from Zane. Hey, Zane. A wife asks her husband, Honey, we had this book called How to Live to 100. Do you know where it is? Husband says, I burned it. Your mom wanted to read it. <laughs> <laughs> My first three boyfriends all turned out to be pyromaniacs, and now I'm struggling to trust men. I've just been burned too many times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Why did Mars turn red? Why? It's all Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh, dear. 
<laughs> oh my god. These are from Keith. Hi, Keith. My balloon elephant wouldn't fit in the back seat of the car, so I had to pop the trunk. <laughs> that was a live sound effect. <laughs> Who just did that? I had my eyes closed and I was laughing. Me. I do it all the time. I'm the only one. Hey, I don't know. They could have been learned in there, Brandon or Kyle. Are you doing it? Nope. Not good. Oh Brando, you want to take a shot? Nope. <laughs> a few years ago, I decided to buy my mother-in-law a cemetery plot as a Christmas gift. The next year, I didn't buy her anything. When she asked me why, I said, you still haven't used what I bought you last year. <laughs> my grandpa has gotten addicted to Viagra. Everyone's worried, but no one's taking it harder than grandma. Yeah. Classic. Hey, grandma's having fun. And here's a couple from Logan. Hi, Logan. What do you call an emo girl with no boobs? What? A cutting board. Oh. And uh, oh, fantastic. Uh, Logan's second one, it's Logan for the win today. Well done, my friend. What is the best part about having a hooker die on you? What? The second hour is free. If you got chokes, email us R-A-D at radradio.com. What happens to the pimp in that situation? Does he come collect? Let's hope that in that case there's no pimp. Okay. Then, then it's less messy, something like that. <laughs> Asking the questions, inquiring minds want to know, and that leads us right into a, this email from Teddy, who Hi, says, Ted. I love everything about Kyle. He's the best hugger. He's happy. He makes every photo funny and perfect, and I love how he was eating and just having fun at Brian Palooza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to play Treble Trouble right now for a $100 Visa gift card. Got some holiday gift cash for you. We'll play you a three-second song clip. You give us the title of the song and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title, <laughs> drop what's everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Want to become a better class of listener? Join members.radradio.com to enjoy Rad TV. And now, back to the Rod. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Got this email, rad at radradio.com, as we continue to work our way through emails from Brian of Palooza 2023, which was this past Saturday. Literally thousands of maggots showed up. Some of them had written in ahead of time to uh, uh, express their nerves. And yes, Nervous Nicole showed up. It was a wonderful moment. We have a video posted on the membership site that'll be available for everybody tomorrow, uh, kind of recapping uh, Brian Palooza. And uh, there's a big group hug that Nervous Nicole uh, got. And another one that wrote in was somebody she was so worried about how she's, we were gonna, we were gonna be, we were, we were gonna like give her a nickname after the fact because the way she looks. Ridiculous. Brittany the Gremlin wrote in. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh, yes, Brittany. Says, I'm so happy I worked through my nerves and went. And I'm wondering, do you guys go through a hugging seminar? Because you are all great huggers. Oh. Especially you, Rob. I'm just glad my clothes dried by the time we got to you because I would have felt terrible getting that beautiful suit wet. No no problems. I have a dry cleaner. But you're ridiculous, Jeez. Brittany. I mean, when when you said that, I had to call the whole team together and have a meeting with you. It's a really... Like, you could look like a gremlin. Uh, that was just ridiculous. That, that it was ridiculous. We're so glad that you came <laughs> yeah. as well, and hopefully you has had, had as good a time as Nervous Nicole did. You need to see, when you look in the mirror, what we all see. Yeah. You are clearly seeing two different things. Amen. Let's get to <laughs> Treble a Trouble. 
Was the gremlins' clothes wet from the rain? Or... Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. We got a $100 Visa gift card. It's a little holiday cash for you. Caller 18. Hello, Will. What's up? If you know the song title, you'll win. If not, we'll go to Ryan. Hello. And Joanna, your caller 20. We are looking for a rock song from 1984. Well, you clearly know the band if you have any intelligence, uh, but we need the title. By the way, Kyle's nice enough on his cheat sheet to point out that neither Brandon nor he were even born when this song was out, and neither was my wife. I'll add that in. Meanwhile, Dawn and I were either in or on the precipice of high school. How about that? Uh, Will, uh, what's the name of that song? Perfect Strangers. Wasn't that a, was, was that the Tom name? Hanks? Yeah, right? that was an odd uh, TV show. Wait, Tom Hanks and who else? Was it Tom no, Hanks? It Tom Hanks was Bosom Buddies. He was Bosom Perfect Buddies. Perfect Strangers uh, was the, 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 the foreign guy. Yes. Yeah, Google that, Brandon. Yes. Everybody will know. Yep. Perfect Strangers when you sit in your left hand. Uh, Ryan, do you know the song? I couldn't really hear it very well. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, you couldn't really hear it that well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it must, it must be our equipment, even though everybody else can hear it just fine. Oh, uh, Joanna, do you know the song? I couldn't hear it either. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. When in doubt, go with the excuse beforehand. <laughs> that excuse doesn't work. We've, we have we have battle-tested this a billion times. Just be their phone. Yes, yes. It could be, yes. Yeah. And maybe they're not blaming us. That's that's just fine. Obviously, uh, if you if you have any knowledge, you know, whether you like rock music or not, that was clearly a Van Halen song. Uh, you can just tell from the guitar riff. Uh, not one of their bigger, well-known ones, but it's called Top Jimmy. I like the next track on that album. It's called Bottom Jeffrey. Uh, we have another chance ah! for you to win the $100 Visa gift card at 9 a.m. with Master of Movies. Were you able to find uh, the TV show Perfect Strangers? Yeah, that was a sitcom from 86 to 93, and it was starring Bronson Pinchot and Mark Lynn Baker. Bronson Pinchot and oh, Mark Pinchot. Lynn Baker, and they played uh, roommates, but they didn't know each other because of the different but cultures. Who was and... the, who, which one was the one with the foreign guy? That Bronson that Strangers. Bronson Pinchot. Oh, I thought he actually had a different name that sounded more Russian. Which one am I thinking of that had more of a Russian name? I don't actor? know. Now you're weaving okay. all sorts of down the road. Bosom Buddies was Tom Hanks. Perfect Strangers was Bronson Pinchot. I don't know the Russian roommate guy. Uh, I know Yakov Smirnoff, the stand-up Russian comedian. He oh, was never in a TV show. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. And let's get to some more emails about Brian Apalooza uh, from uh, Saturday. Nathan wrote in and said, Thanks for a great Brian Apalooza. I was the tremendous loser. What? Who was first in line to meet you guys. Why are you uh, a loser? Yeah. You are not. Yes, I had to get to work, but also... The people in the back of the line when I left definitely had to wait longer than I did. I'll update all of this in a moment. <laughs> I didn't get to spend much time at South 40. Again, he had to go to work. Yeah. But I was able to get some freeze-dried Skittles from Dark Side Ooh. Confections. Isn't it Dark Ones? Is it Dark Side Confections? Dark Ones. Dark, Dark ones. ones. Yeah, okay. Dark Side. Interesting Freudian slip. <laughs> uh, which are delicious. I hope I didn't blabber too much, but I am very grateful for Rad Radio, for each of you individually, and for the amazing event. 
to meet you. So I think Nathan's doing a little self-deprecation because he was at South 40 at 7 a.m. Okay. For a yes. 10 a.m. event. I did Aww. ask him, and how long were you alone? He said about five minutes. Uh, and he was very first in line. So he gets a win and a, and a, well, wait a minute kind of thing. The win he gets is because he was very first in line, you, Nathan, got more time with us than anybody. Yeah. Because as we tried to gauge the line and every by 1030, Nathan, we had changed the rules and the interaction because we were never going to get to the more than 2,000 people in line. So you had our complete attention. I didn't think he said anything odd or strange. No. Um, and we appreciated everything you said. I will say, and, and I would hope you would think it was worth it. So you waited three hours because you were there at seven. Every We were asking, I asked until the end of the line, like every 50 people, how long did you wait? Two hours. It was two hours for everybody. So most people waited less long than you, but they didn't get as much of, of us Very true. as you do. And plus, yeah. you had to go off to work. Whereas uh, most I know. People, I mean, but, honestly, you could have slept in, but you didn't. Uh, Kimberly wrote in and said, I was the tall girl in all black with crying eyes. It was good emotional crying. The first person was to reach out and grab me. That was Kyle. Big hug. And then I asked Rob where he was during the flood, uh, the, the trucky flood of 97, and you said, I was here because we were living in Reno at yep. the time. I was a little emotional. You guys get me through almost every day. I can't believe I finally got to meet you. It was a really good time with food, music, and games, topping it off, meeting a lot of wonderful people in line, the big hug from Rad, and I bought some signed maggots too. Yeah. She, was, uh, she was a little overcome uh, and uh, had been listening. We got we, a, lot, a lot of long – the – the record setter, there were a lot of people who were in the uh, quarter of a century crowd. They've been listening since, uh, 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 seven, like, 98-ish. Uh, and then there were a few people, like, no, I was 96, 98. Yeah. But there was, there was the one guy, the winner, uh, because if you, if you presume that, that I'm the father of this mess, hmm. uh, there was a guy who has been listening to me on morning radio since I started my career in South Lake Tahoe. Yeah. So that would be 1990-ish. So he is I the remember that guy. He is the big winner. I was like, good lord. And I even said to Rob, Did you know? He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. We, we he talked told about me right it. away. Like, good lord. Um Pat wrote in. No, that's not right. I just read her her PS. Sorry, Sorry got Pat. A, got ahead of myself. Miranda <laughs> wrote in. Says, I uh, got to do a quick hug session with you all. And then she has a, a, a note for each of us. Kyle. Hi. Go Jordan. We already yeah. covered the Michael Jordan ah. jersey. Rob, now I don't know. This there's two ways to take this. Rob, tell Dawn you give the second best hugs. I totally went back in for another hug. So that could mean I'm behind Dawn, or it could mean I'm telling Dawn you give the second best hugs. Oh. I can't tell. <laughs> Dawn, I'm the purple-haired chick whose middle name is Dawn. Yes! And I'm one of seven Mirandas that listen. Yes! I remember her. We had this conversation. Did we Which get, is it? Did we get confirmation of seven Mirandas? Uh, I don't know. I okay. just went with it because, I mean, I don't listen to the show. Also, when you're done falling down, go boom. I need the Dawn <laughs> hug I always hear about. Yeah, half hugs from Dawn. She broke her shoulder. Yeah. Brandon. Yes. Sweetest dude ever. Oh. Thank you. Officer Pat. He's our security chief. He was on hand. Oh, damn. I need those big, strong arms to wrap around me forever because those hugs from you were amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, then doesn't he give the best hugs? <laughs> Thank you for being so authentic and awesome. Awesome. I can't even find all the words to express the love and gratitude you give me and everyone else that listens. Thank oh, you. very nice. Oh, and then P.S. is where I started to read. Hi, Pat. Oh, God. <laughs> He's taken. <sighs> he was asked that many times. <laughs> we found out in the, the ride home, uh, uh, back to the uh, the dropping off point. And uh, Sarai wrote in and said, I got to meet you guys for the first time. I was so damn nervous. I feel like I blacked out when I went to meet you. <laughs> All I com remember was Dawn commenting on my fiance's beard and me saying, go ahead, touch it. Oh, yeah, and I did. <laughs> 
Uh, Brian Apu's the video is posted on the membership site. We'll have it available for every uh, everybody tomorrow on Rad Radio uh, at radradio.com. We've got a ton of Brian Apu's emails. Amazing event. Thank you for the incredible turnout. We'll keep getting through the emails, but the most important thing we have to do today and throughout the week as we head towards the big day is turkey mail. If you have a question and you want the perfect turkey, send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. Before moving to turkey mail, whether or not this clears up Dawn's spaghetti brain or creates more problems, a few oh of you are, are writing in about the uh, 80s, early 90s TV show Perfect Strangers. Uh, Bronson Pinchot was the foreigner that starred in it. Uh, and uh, But Dawn was like, wait a minute, who's the writing guy? Maybe, is it possible, Dawn, that you're thinking of his character? He, he played bulky Bartokamus on the show. And that, no. 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 Okay. I think you hit it on the nose with the Smirnoff fella. Even though he wasn't actually in a show. Ever. Sure. Okay. Exactly. Uh, Thanksgiving's Thursday. You remember, if you go to radradio.com, if you go to my <laughs> section, we have the whole all the holiday recipes there. We have holiday videos that show you how to prep and prepare not just the turkeys, starting with the brining process, but the side dishes like my crazy mother's stuffing, uh, my wife's uh, broccoli casserole, uh, mashed potatoes, even the, the gravy and more. You're still more than welcome to uh, send in your turkey mail questions. We'll do as many of them as we can every day leading up to Thursday of this week. Okay, I have a question. I'm doing your mom's stuffing for the first time. I've always done cornbread sausage stuffing, so I'm doing, like, your yeah. mom's stuffing, which is traditional. And we had an email last week that was, like, brilliant where we were like, oh, my gosh, where she does the stuffing in as cupcakes. So, like, each of them become, you know, you get the, the, the crisp on top. My only thing is, because like even in your mom's directions, if you feel like it's, you know, well, if it's too wet, you can just cook it a little longer, she says. But if it's not wet enough, you can just, you see it and you can add a little more broth. If it's in a cupcake form, right, and it's already kind of. You don't have that done, option. Exactly. That That's my only, because I thought that was such a brilliant idea to be able to get the crisp every time on it. But I'm like. I'm nervous that what if they're too dry? And again, I, 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 I've never had this problem. And this, Dawn pointed out, this is not noted in the recipe because it was after I started just to make my my mom's stuffing on my own. Is I just I, I, I stir the stuffing almost every ten minutes while it's cooking, and so it gets evenly cooked. And so there's not only not only does everybody gets crunched, if there's crunch all the way through. Um, but that so that's my that's my workaround hack for that. I gotta double check the spouse and see exactly what's going on, but I'm pretty sure we're making your mom's stuffing, but. I remember her asking me on the grocery store trip to grab breadcrumbs, but I remember looking at your mom's recipe. It was boxed stuffing. If yeah. I'm not Seasoned. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. have to get the stuff. Can yeah. You, okay. So bread, yeah, if no, you got, no breadcrumbs. So if you get breadcrumbs, could you doctor it up in any way or sure. no? If yeah. you want to. I'm just saying in the recipe, there's no breadcrumbs. Okay. You want you doctor up however you want. So I guess if you went the route of the cupcake thing, I guess you could follow the same what what you said you were doing, right? It's just in a pan. This way, it's an individual. You can still kind of pull it out and look at them and kind of see, yeah. oh, am I going to need more broth yeah, you as could. I turn them? You could. You know, right. could yeah, you could. still be that. Uh, for some reason, yeah. I'm thinking they're like rising like muffins, but yeah, you're Same, right. Same, right? Yeah. Uh, this is it. for <laughs> If you find yourself in a last-minute situation where you do need brine, we do still have uh, vendors and partners uh, at small businesses that, that do have some brine. Many of them are either sold out already or they're very low on their brine stock, but... There are places you can go to get the 2023 proprietary blend of the Rad Turkey Brine. They are listed at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstore. If you are in the Sacramento area, remember, if you want to do maybe something nice and get your brine, NorCal Gun Vault is collecting Woo-hoo. toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. So if you bring in at least 20 bucks worth of new and unwrapped toys for donation with your receipt, 
of purchase they will give you at NorCal Gun Vault a rad turkey brine packet in appreciation. Uh, and if you need directions or more details, they're not only in the stupid store. Superstore! But they're at radradio.com. All right, this uh. isn't really turkey mail, but it gets us started. Andrea wrote in. Hey, Andrea. Says, last year I made Rob's prime rib and mashed potatoes recipe Yum. from the Rad Cookbooks. Those are available in the stupid stores. Super well. are. And it was so good. Uh, it was my very first time, and it was yummy. Everyone devoured it. So this year I'm doing a Rad Thanksgiving. I'll be doing the prime rib again. But Rob's mom's stuffing, Christina's broccoli casserole, pumpkin-layered mm. cheesecake, and a few other things I am so excited. Yeah, if I, if I didn't make amazing turkey, that's what I would be doing because uh, most people don't know how to make turkey. I mentioned a, a few weeks ago uh, a friend uh, had adopted this tradition after he had had my turkey for a few years. And then Christine and I, like, jetted off to Vegas for Thanksgiving. He abandoned everybody. Sorry, you're on your own. <laughs> And he's like, I ain't even trying, so I'm going to try trying prime rib. He's like, that's our family tradition now. Uh, all those recipes are in the uh, cookbooks available uh, in the Stupid Store. Super Store. And they're online, too, by the way, at radradio.com. <sighs> all right, Katrina wrote in this morning and said, I am trying not to freak out. But I ended, I ended up having to get a 17-pound frozen turkey on Sunday morning. I left the turkey out in the sink for a few hours after we got home. Then I put it back in the fridge to start thawing. I want to brine the turkey tomorrow, Tuesday, to get the crispy skin by leaving it in the fridge Wednesday. My first question is, do you think the turkey will be thawed by Tuesday, or do you have any tips to speed up the process? Second question, if the turkey isn't fully thawed by Tuesday, will brining the turkey on Wednesday morning and then leaving it in the fridge overnight on Wednesday still give the turkey crispy skin? Yes to the last question. It would. It will be more more positioned to have crispy skin if it gets that second day of Tuesday, but yes, it does still get the benefits of being in the refrigerator after brining, uncovered, and and prepped for cooking overnight on Wednesday. I would, if I was in your position, I would have left the turkey out in the sink uh, last night in in cool water, uh, and it, which you can do tonight because you're going to brine tomorrow if it still is frozen. Uh, that way, you know it's out at the coolest time of the day. Um, and, and and if you're if you're freaked out, you can even do that in the garage because at least it's not at 38 degrees in a refrigerator. But it is still thawing. I think it'll probably thaw fine. I know everybody's in that freak out mode right now about thawing. In fact, uh, I, <laughs> my, uh, I, I called my wife and asked her to take our turkey out of the freezer and put it in the refrigerator on Friday because I went to Brian Palooza alone, and so, and so I needed to get it thawed. Well, no fault of hers at all. We're we're just making it. It's just us this year. We're just making a turkey breast. Uh, and then uh, some some drumsticks and stuff. And, and I, I, I asked her to take it out. And I checked uh, yesterday morning, and I was like, oh. She grabbed like a like a turkey breast that they, they sell these turkey breasts, and they come netted. And yeah. I always keep one around in case we're craving turkey. Well, that's what she grabbed because, oh, there's a turkey breast. Went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, damn it. I, I, I put the turkey, the frozen turkey, and the drumstick and the, that we had bought in a bag from the store. And just the bag sitting there. There's no way she would have known. So. I had to grab the turkey, and then I started the exact process. It stayed out overnight in the sink so that it could continue to thaw, and and it will be fully thawed out by this evening, uh, and then it will go back into the refrigerator. I'm not worried about any of that. If you have any questions or concerns, you go to the USDA, and they have uh, all sorts of uh, fear. I mean, um, helpful uh, words <laughs> for you. All right. Anthony wrote in. Let's see how many of my staff members can answer this on their own. Oh, boy. Good morning, Rad Radio. My question is, how long is your brine good for once it is purchased? Oh, 18 months. All right, Dawn wins. Oh. And that's at least 18 months. That's what we advise. It may be good for longer, but we say 18 months, we know it's still good. For or a year months. and a half. Also true. 
If I had to rank the outcome, Dawn first, Kyle second, Brandon dead last, didn't even try. I am very curious, though. I really want to get a bag and see because, like we talked about, you look at your spices, and they're like two, three years, right. sometimes longer. Right. So I, I, I want to try it out. And this one said sealed in a package. You're never opening it. Mm-hmm. Right? Your spices, right. you are opening and you're using. Exactly. And it still has that date on it. <laughs> I, so, you know. Look, I, I know. would bet years. Right? We're just trying yeah. to be as responsible as we can. <laughs> right. uh, Chris wrote in and said, Rob, last year I made stock with the turkey that I smoked. After the stock cooled, I noticed it was gelatinous. Is this normal? And should I use it as part of my stock for brining my turkey? Okay, so he made stock after he had smoked a turkey. Normal, that's what I do. So once everybody's gone and you got this turkey carcass, you cook it down, and you make this super rich turkey stock. It's so good for you, too. And uh, the what, what he's describing is the gelatinous thing is there's fat that, that comes out of the dark meat and such. So what you do when you make your stock is you, you want to skim off the fat as best you can. You just get a spoon and try to you know skim it off, and then you freeze it. And then when you pull it out of the freezer, whenever you're going to use it, there should be a, a good quarter, half-inch thick blob of white goo. That's fat. Just take a spoon, get rid of it, and yes, it's going to be all gelatinous. Heat it back up. It's fine to use. That's literally how I make my gravy every year, which gets to your question. I wouldn't use it as part of brining my turkey. Yes, I think brining your turkey with broth or stock instead of water is better because water adds no flavor. At least you get a little bit of flavor while it's brining. I ain't wasting stock on that. That's real stock. I'm using that for my gravy base. But, yes, it's safe to use. You're good to go. Then we got this from Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Speaking of, says, I want to make gravy from the turkey giblets and neck. I've read your recipe on radradio.com under the holiday recipes tab. I've even watched the holiday videos several times, and I'm nervous. Can I make the gravy on Tuesday when I open and brine my bird? Or do I at least save the giblets in a bag in the fridge and make the gravy Wednesday or Thursday? That's exactly how I make my gravy. I make it on Tuesday when I open and brine my bird, and I go in and I get Dawn's favorite parts, the heart, the giblets, the, the liver, the little bag that you cut open, it's all Ugh. bloody, the big long neck. I can't believe that's in the gravy. Oh. And, and you pop it into a saucepan, and then I pour my stock from last year in there and go to town, start adding in all the, the flour over time. You can see how all that works, or use gravy mixes. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I pre-make my gravy on Tuesday. So there's no, you can wait. You can put them in the fridge and wait until Wednesday or Thursday, but I would like, I get this stuff out of the way so there's less stress on Thanksgiving. You guys ever eat the turkey heart? My dad loves them. Oh, I, well, that, that, chewy. My, my dad eats almost everything. I don't know if he's ever done that. I, I No, I, I want to use it for the for the gravy. I have oh. no desire to eat it. So you don't put a little Cajun seasoning on there, a no. little bit of flour and butter? Oh. No. 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 Okay. No interest. Okay. In uh-uh. uh, a couple of similar emails, and we always get a lot of these. Aaron says, the brine packet says it is for turkeys up to 18 pounds. I have a 19-pound turkey. I think I heard on an earlier segment that one packet will still work, but I might be wrong. Will one packet work? I bet you guys can't answer this. Yes. And what do they do? What does she do? Same thing it says on the directions. Just leave it in a little longer. But the directions say 8 to 18 pounds, and she's got a 19-pound turkey. Oh, that's what Brandon said. Just leave an extra hour. Boom. You got it. Phil says, I've learned that I will be having some extra people in attendance for Turkey Day, and I had to go from what I thought would be a 14-ish pound turkey to a 22-pound turkey. I know my oven can handle the bird, but I'm new to the brining process, so I'm wondering, as I don't have another package of the Rad Radio brine, can I simply leave the bigger bird in longer? Is there something else that you would suggest for that, or am I simply screwed? (laughs) (laughs) Not screwed. 22. You get past 24 pounds, and I can't speak with any confidence to one packet being enough. I would use one packet and do 22 hours for that as well. We leave. We leave. Margin of error, flex room. I, I used the example uh, last week of 
if you have a modern car and it tells you that you only have 75 miles to go until you need to gas up. No, you don't. You have 100 or more miles. We leave, we leave flex room. Same thing. So you'll be fine. But I wouldn't do it past, like I said, 24 pounds. I, then I would get a second. Time to brine. Uh, Manny wrote in. Hey, Manny. Says, I have an urgent question. I've been using your brine packet for years, and the turkey always has turned out amazing. This year we're traveling. I will be cooking the bird in my mother-in-law's kitchen. Oh, poor bastard. Stop. He might love her. Right. God, there are some good ones. I didn't think too much about it. I bought the brine. My mother-in-law bought the turkey. She pulled it out Friday as instructed. We showed up Sunday, and the turkey says it contains 8% of solution, water, salt, spices, and natural flavors. Can I still use your brine? Does the team know the answer to this one? Yes. Uh, and no. what, is, what does he do? Oh, well, super rinse. Rinse it. Yes. is the, Okay, yes. Oh, well, you, uh, brine half the time There or it is. There oh. it is. So uh, you will brine for a half hour per pound. So if it's a 10-hour or 10-pound turkey, it's a five-hour brine instead of a 10-hour brine. And, yes, the rinsing is still very important, and you'll be okay. Man, this quizzing. I don't know if I like this. This is from uh, Matt. <laughs> hey, i got to be able to take some breaks here. Yeah. Uh, he says, I'm cooking a turkey, and I'm driving an hour to serve. God, this is a math problem. Brandon. <laughs> Rob, what, what temperature do I cook it to before I travel? 140? Ooh, I think that's a Oh. 140 to 145 because the bird for an hour will continue to cook and come up to temperature of the 155 that you want. I feel like anyone who's had to take the food safety quiz for their yeah. job, they're having flashbacks right now. Oh, I thought it was 160. It was USDA for, for, for the birds. Fully done. Yes. My uh, recipe yeah, yeah. My recipe is 155 is when you take the breast out if you're cooking it too full, and then it will slowly come up to 160, and you'll get that nice, uh, uh, juicy, not dry turkey. You get into USDA and all that, they want you to go to 165 in the breast, 175 dark meat. Do whatever you want. I'm just telling you what my recipe says. Let's see. Does that kill off the nutrients when it gets to 160? The nutrients? No. Yeah, no, no like, the nutrients are, are are still in there. Okay, okay. No, but I mean, fair question. A lot of stuff that the government recommends kills off a lot of the nutritional value in our food. Right, but I'm saying I'm still <laughs> oh 160 God. is still under that. I'm cooking it to 155 because it's going to get to 160. Yeah, yeah. But yes, like like okay. Now I understand the question. It's like when you get your beef well done. Why? Jesus, what? It, all the iron's gone. All the niacin's gone. Everything's gone. All the benefits. Gone. Not to mention you're eating a shoe that literally yes. you can only get from a cow that the body needs. Way uh, to go. Okay, and thank you for that little dig and, and getting that in there. Yeah. Go egg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hmm. All right, let's see if anybody knows this one on the oh, team. Oh, boy. I'm traveling about three hours on Wednesday for Thanksgiving. <sighs> My plan was to brine Tuesday night, travel with the turkey in the bucket, and then prep when we get to our destination. Minus the fridge time, should this work okay, or should I brine earlier, prep at home, and travel with the bird in an ice chest and try to keep it cool? Well, that is a pretty in-depth question. Any thoughts on Jesus, that? I don't know. Drive through Boston Market? Well, I would brine it and prep it and then keep it in, a, in an ice chest so that it kind of gets that fridge Ooh. Uh, fridge deal so that the skin can get a little crispy. And so that you, you travel with it that way. That way it's already ready to go and I put like on that. the grill or roast it however you want to do it when you get there. Or you, I, I thought maybe you could just leave it in the brine bucket. That way, the drive time eats up some of the brine hours. You get to your destination, you can rinse it off if you have a sink there. You could. Uh, this is what I did when when I hosted um, the South Lake Tahoe Thanksgiving dinner a, a, a few years ago. We drove up on Wednesday. I had already brined the turkey on Tuesday, uh, so it spent. Uh, it, so it came. Um, wait, wait, wait. That is incorrect. I'm sorry. 
I moved everything up a day. I brined the turkey that year, the turkeys that year on Monday, so that it Tuesday went into the refrigerator and it stayed there until Wednesday afternoon when we left for South Lake Tahoe. So what we took with us were were fully prepped, ready to be cooked, and refrigerated for one full night, raw turkeys in coolers. We got to the house that we were going to, and then on Wednesday evening, that's when we arrived, like what this guy's going to do, we put the fully prepped, ready-to-be-cooked turkeys in their fridge, in the fridge at the house, so they got their second I night. like that. And, and, well, you like it because you saw the results. Yeah, no, it was good. I mean, it was very good, but it also sounds like a lot less trouble than what he was going to maybe do. It's also, you don't have to worry about bra- the, the brine sloshing around. Yeah, exactly. And it's less to do, it's, it's a similar version of what Brandon's talking about, it's less to do when you get to your destination. Yes. That baby's ready to cook. So, so if you, but it's also already had some fridge time. So just get in the fridge. It's and take already it hectic when you get somewhere. Yes. All the unloading of everything, and then everyone hugging and saying hi, and then figuring out where you're supposed to put your stuff. Blah 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 blah. And you need to rinse. What if they have stuff in the sink? And it's just like a whole thing. Yeah, having it already ready to go and be put in the fridge probably be the best. You can email us rid at radradio.com with turkey mail questions or eight 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 nine eight nine ninety eight eleven. Hello, Brett. Oh, hello. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> What's up? Huh? Hello. I had to take off the speaker phone. <laughs> what? Okay. what? What can we do for you? What is happening? I don't know. Um, oh. so I had to take you off the speaker phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I should talk. Uh, yeah. So this Thanksgiving, we're, me, it's just, just going to be me and my son. Aww. And we're doing a total, like, non-traditional Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I got a whole roasted, whole duck. Um, so I have questions about how to do that with a duck. Um, I'm, I, I've got your brine. How long would I brine a duck? It's a, about a six-pound d- duck. A uh, full packet for six hours. Six hours? Oh, nice. And then also I'm thinking about, because um, I got a bunch of duck fat also, I'm going to make some potatoes just roasted in the duck fat. Oh, lovely. Oh, oh my gosh, so yum. Does that sound good? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, look, duck fat fries are all the rage, and I've had them in multiple places, and they're worth the rage. It's it, they're Yes, oh. they're incredible. Oh, and also I'm I'm thinking about like making a wine reduction. I've already got raspberries and oranges and lime and man. I Does love that sound this. good? Yeah, yes, you dude. are a fancy yeah, dad. You know I what love you're doing. It. Oh yeah, my I mean, gosh. I guess the best the best the oh. most complimenting way I can answer you is uh, and I believe it's uh, in uh, <laughs> I don't remember which one of our cookbooks uh, at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstore. I, I have my duck breast recipe and yes, I make almost a, a very similar uh, red wine, fruit tea kind of de- uh, re- reduction with it. It's one of my wife's favorite things that I make. You've got this nailed. You didn't need any help, dude. What are you doing with the duck fat and potatoes? Are you making fries out of them, or are you making like mashed potatoes? He's roasting. Duck roasting. Oh, roasting. Yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing. Listening oh my god, skills. I know. I'm so my, excited for you and your son. I was thinking about dipping them in mayonnaise. Uh, Jeff. Oh, Jesus dear god. Christ. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> hey. Good morning, Rad. Hey, I was there Saturday. That was a great show, you guys. Thank um, you. we Thank got you. there early and. The line was out the door, so we thought, we'll wait. So we finally waited and said, geez, we better get in line at 2. Then after we got in line, Pat comes along and gives the guy, like, right behind us that last in line sign. And we thought, geez, we just barely made it. And so we get up there, and then I noticed you guys still took on, like, 
12 to 15 more people beyond that. And I thought, man, that's cool, you guys, because, geez, that's a long day. Uh, a long day standing up there and saying hey to everybody in your rock and, rock and roll shoes. Rob, I'm not sure how you did with those. Uh, hopefully it didn't kill you. But, um, so a, a few things, yeah, that, so that the guy was given the sign, the line ends here or something like that because we knew that we, we could pull it off, and, and we, we already had talked to South 40, uh, you know, can we get an extension? And they were like, your maggots are amazing, yes. Uh, so we knew we could get everybody out of there if we stopped with him. Uh, and we got we got through the line around 3.15 or so. Uh, and when he got to us, uh, he said, will you guys autograph my sign? Because he was holding it. <laughs> and he also felt very emboldened and empowered that he got to tell people, yeah, too bad. <laughs> um, and, yes, we, we did let a few stragglers oh, in, but man. they were cleared for reasons that, that Pat, our security chief, uh, allowed to happen. Uh, a lot of comments on my boots. Uh, they were a pair of uh, Christian Louboutin uh, boots. Oh, so they were comfortable. <laughs> with uh, with uh, spikes and stuff. Um, they are very, very comfortable boots. But, I mean, like all boots, you know, like cowboy boots, they have a little heel on them. And they are not designed to be stood on nonstop for six hours. Sure. Which is what yeah. the day turned out. If you thought about, think about before and after, there was no rest when you have 2,000-plus people uh, and uh, a lot of moving and, and hugging. It was around 1 o'clock where I, my, my, my dog started to bark. Um, but uh, I went home Saturday night. My wife had a foot bath ready for me. Aww. And I felt great yesterday uh, morning. And as we said the whole time, you know, first of all, it's it's worth it for, for you guys. You're the ones that, that make this life uh, for us. And I also was able to say whatever I'm feeling right now is nothing like what Dawn and her shoulder are, are oh, going through. Yeah, yeah, but whatever I was feeling is nothing like people with real problems yeah. are feeling. And that's, how we, that's how we look I mean, at honestly. it. And we, and we appreciate all of you saying things like, how are you guys doing it? This must be uh, – yeah. and it's not. It's It's – I, I, I know that it can appear that way, but a few people commented on, so, like, there was we have this system as we try to move people through, so, like, Kyle would greet, and then and then I would talk to him, uh, and then, like, we might be in the middle of also having to autograph some of the photos we have. So, you know, we Kyle and I do our time with a maggot, and right when Dawn and Brandon are fi finishing up with the previous maggot, they move on, and Kyle and I turn around. We start signing, 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 <laughs> signing, and then at some point, uh, Kyle or I look over and go, okay, here comes the next one. You drop the pen, you stand up, smile on your face, and you just engage with the person. And it's it's not hard. It is not at all difficult, but thank wow. you all for your uh, for your presence and your concern. Yeah, we're not doing brain surgery. Um, <laughs> now, this is an update. This, uh, this is from Victor. Hey, Victor. Victor wrote in last week and completely derailed Turkey Mail. Not his fault, really, <laughs> other than the fact that he exists. Instead of Turkey Mail, we did garbage disposal oh, mail. Oh, that's right. He wanted to know where he should dump his used brine because you take the bird out and uh, and then you go prep the bird. Well, now you got this big bucket of, of, of water and, and our packet of brine, which is uh, like sand type quality. So right away, and he asked, uh, I don't want to dump it down the garbage disposal. And I'm like, why? And, and Brandon right away said, well, I mean, it might be like coffee grinds. And then we went through all sorts of guesses because we just couldn't. Plumbers wrote in and called in and said it's fine. I know, but there's huge stories out there. Uh, Never do it. No, Dawn, no, no food in the garbage disposal. Don tried to kill people's lawns uh, by telling them to pour it out <laughs> on the grass. All right, find some dirt. Um, and then, yes, Don brought up that there's this viral story going around, which I've read, of, of plumbers saying don't put food down your garbage disposal. And it's like, like what are they for? They're for the little bits that might fall mm. off the plate. Um, and then plumbers started calling in and saying, that's ridiculous. So whatever. <laughs> We never figured out why he didn't want to dump it down the drain. Well, Victor wrote back because he was actually asking. Remember, he was uh, he was doing a, a Thanksgiving over the weekend thing. Says this is Victor, the emailer from last Thursday, who wrote in about where to dump the brine after taking out the turkey. I'm not sure how much you care anymore, but here goes. 
By the way, I do want to say I was laughing my ass off hearing Rob get frustrated about what ultimately was a stupid question. Oh, buddy. I originally wrote in with that question because I live in an apartment, and I thought that pouring anything down the drain other than liquids was bad. Okay, pause. But that's all it is. Or is he still referring to the brine sediment? Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I mean, uh, living in, a, in an apartment for many years when I was younger, they th- those managers do frown upon things that you end up doing, and then they have to send in the, the worker to fix your garbage oh, disposal. Oh, sure. So you're very like, oh, my God, what can I or can't I put down this garbage disposal? Yeah, and, and I don't know how much in the moment my answer would have changed slightly because not only that, apartments do not have the highest quality garbage disposals. Uh, any quality garbage disposal in any home doesn't care about just basic sediment, like like the brine packet leftover. But with an apartment, mm, it might. So uh, he says, uh, I didn't want to mess up the drain and cause a whole bunch of problems, blah, blah, blah. So I followed your advice, and I poured it down the drain. And it clogged. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. oh my gosh. Should have dumped oh. it in the toilet. Or the right. dirt outside. That's right. Yeah, I, I think we all settled on the toilet or the dirt outside <laughs> yeah. because oh, of, there's dirt that you're not going to hurt. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Luckily, I had a couple of hours until friends would begin to show up, and oh. I ran out to get some stuff to clear it out. Everything else went off without a hitch, Perfect. and the turkey came out amazing thanks to your Good. brine. Okay. Of course. <laughs> All right, got time for eh, maybe one more here. This one's from Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Says, Rob, I'm using your wife Christina's broccoli casserole recipe for the first time this year for Thanksgiving. I just have one question. Does the kind of white rice make a difference? I like to use jasmine rice. Ooh, I love me some jasmine rice. Basmati? That's our preferred. Oh, yeah. Basmati works. Ooh, so good. Both of those. Yeah, you don't Mm. want to get get out into, you don't want to use sushi rice or or anything like that, but as long as you're in the the basmati or jasmine uh, area, uh, you will be perfectly fine. All right, we can do this one from Nick. Hey, Nick. Not any Nick, producer Nick. Yay, producer Nick. We Uh, love you. Nick, who uh, last week texted me directly while he was having a meltdown over programming his garage door opener, for some reason didn't text or email me personally. He actually sent this into the show. (laughs) So after I got his email, I emailed him directly, but I'll still read it. My understanding is, I don't know if this is his first time ever doing Thanksgiving, but he and his wife are hosting the family. It is his first time of him being the leader of all of it. Okay. Uh, And I did tell him, I said, look, Nick, I'll be home on Thanksgiving. It's just Christina and me. Oh my God, your own turkey hotline. Yes, you can use me like like Butterball. (laughs) Text away. Hey. He says, after the brine... Sorry, it's producer Nick. Uh, Hey, Rob. Uh, after after the burning process and the thorough rinsing, you, you mentioned uh, putting the turkey in the fridge uncovered for two days to get the nice crispy skin. Uh, at this stage, can the turkey be fully prepped and ready for the oven? I mean, the butter and the seasoning inserted oh under the breast skin, olive oil and the seasoning on top of the whole turkey, and uh, stuff with the mirepoix? Oh my god, I've missed the Nick uh, voice. If that's the case, do I need to apply a final layer of olive oil to the skin right before the burger goes in the oven? <laughs> Or do I only need to pull the turkey from the fridge and let it come to room temperature before done eating? Also, my oven had been uh, the setting for bake and also for convection roast. Does it matter which setting it's on? <laughs> now, I could have emailed back and said, just read the goddamn recipe, Nick. I mean, it literally oh, answered this question. But man. I didn't. Uh, so, yes, when you put the, the it's post brine, <laughs> bird has been brined, before it goes in the refrigerator, uncovered so that the skin gets crispier. The butter uh, that's going to go under the breast, uh, or under the skin, rather, on the breast. Any seasoning, you're going to do the same thing. Any injections, you're going to do. Any seasoning on top, you do all of that, and you put it in the in the fridge. 
uh, for one or two nights uh, for however. And yes, you can stuff that you can. You don't have to. You can stuff the mirepoix. That's your onions, your celery, your lemons, whatever you're going to put in the cavity because oh you shouldn't cook your stuffing inside the bird's cavity. That's disgusting. <laughs> and it goes into the refrigerator. And then, yes, when you bring it out and you get it to a final room temperature, you do want a fresh layer of olive oil or melted butter, whatever you're going to use uh, to go over it before it goes into the oven. Baking versus convection. I prefer convection because it gives it a more even cook. However, you have to adjust temperatures. The basic formula is 10 to 15 degrees less for anything you're cooking ever in a convection for whatever recipe you're following. So if uh, you're using my turkey roasted recipe and I'm asking you to sear it at 500 degrees for 30 minutes, you're going to do it at 485. And then if you're going to lower the oven to 325, you're going to go more like 305 to 310 uh, for the cooking process. So uh, that is uh, the latest from Nick. If they think you flipped <laughs> off the TV, you think you get AIDS, Rob. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Rad Radio. It's just like an asshole. It stinks. That is all. You're listening to the Rob Anybody and Dawn Show. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from a Kyle. Hey Kyle. Yeah. Says I just want to thank you guys for Brian Palooza. I got an awesome side hug. Awesome. From Mama Dawn. And I got a <laughs> hug from the amazing Brandon. Wow. Kyle, you were amazing. I appreciate you getting down on your knees to give my little man a fist bump. Yeah. But Rob had the best comment after hearing my name. Oh, God, another Kyle. <laughs> my girlfriend was so confused. There were so many Kyles. <laughs> yeah, there was quite a few of them. Uh, literally thousands of maggots, and it's starting to feel to me like every single one of you is emailing us, which I appreciate. It's so great uh, that you had such a great time and that you want to uh, uh, respond. Not everyone's going to get read, but I'm doing my best, uh, and thank you all uh, for uh, being there. Uh, we got this note. Okay, uh, this is from, I, 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 it just came in. It's from Janelle. Hey, Janelle. Uh, we all know Janelle. At one point, uh, we worked uh, with, well, Kyle, wait, not, no, Kyle, I don't know. Uh, uh, Janelle was part of uh, our old radio station in uh, Sacramento. She uh, has gone on to become kind of like long-distance friends of my wife and I. She helped arrange uh, our uh, doors-off helicopter ride uh, when we were in Maui. I can't remember. Big Island? Maui. Uh, and uh, we, we keep, in, keep in contact. So she wrote in, and she said, Aloha from Kauai. Yay! Aloha! I am at the airport now, heading home to Sacramento for Thanksgiving. I got to hear the beginning of the show this morning, and let me just say, it's only the Monday before Thanksgiving, and already the rude and entitled people are out in full force at the airports. Uh-oh. People standing and lollygagging and walk through areas, blocking seats, staring at you like, do you know who I am? Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, Karen, sit down. Shut up. Act like you've been there. <laughs> You do not have the right to fly. Please tell me where in the Constitution it says it's a right. This 10-hour travel day is already horrible. Oh. See you soon, and congratulations on the new radio station expansion in Sacramento. That's great. So there's your friend. We did tell you last week, even AAA was saying it's going to be different because with remote work and the ability to, to say, well, I am working. I'm just not at home. I'm, I'm at the in-laws or whatever. People are, are traveling earlier, trying to get away from the horrible traveling, but it's what turning out. Everybody had that same idea, and uh, so yeah, it's it's going to be, uh, and it's a record-setting week uh, for uh, for Thanksgiving travel as well. Fun. Uh, a couple of uh, <laughs> quick uh, updates. The least surprising update. I don't get a full 100%. Rob was right on this. Rob was right. 
It's because I, I shared too much. I made I made I went out on a limb. I, I went with my gut and I what I had heard and added it to my to my response. I could have just said no he isn't and left it at that. But then I added in what I thought it was. So shocking announcement. Snoop Dogg is not giving up marijuana. Cool. Even though the rapper and entrepreneur statement last Thursday shocked fans after a black and white social media post announced after much consideration and conversation, my family with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Mm-hmm. And people just went nuts. They're emailing in. It's Rob, you're talking about this noob giving up marijuana. Oh my gosh! And I said he's not giving up marijuana. I said it's a partnership that he's doing an edible thing. He's gonna he's gonna endorse edibles, which is what I really did think was going on. Either way, I, I thought it was a publicity stuff. It is. I just didn't have that part right. Ah. Snoop Dogg is not giving up the kind of smoke he's been associated with for much of his career. The rapper announced this morning he is partnering with Solo Stove, a smokeless fire pit brand. Oh, my God. That's oh. so funny. That's, that's more funny. Oh, my God. Should have known with Snoop. In a quote, Snoop said in a press release, I love a good fire outside, but the smoke was too much. Solo Stove fixed fire and took out the smoke. They changed the game, and now I'm excited to spread the love and stay warm with my friends and family. He posted a picture of himself sitting in front of this fire. It's got flames, but no smoke smoke. coming out of it. (laughs) Do Kyle Kyle first. I'm choking. Oh, God. I was going to say, he probably used this fireplace now to light his blunts with. He can just go in there and be like, look at I don't need a lighter. The blunts that he will continue to smoke. I've I've seen these solo stoves before. This isn't an endorsement. I've I've witnessed. They're really, really cool. and You can use them anywhere, like even in like suburban areas. Is like your backyard fire pit. They also have a t- attachments, so you can make it uh, a pizza oven as well. Nice. Do you know what the what the science is behind how you have a fire and no smoke? Honestly, I don't know. I heard them they were an endorser or a, a, a sponsor for a podcast, so I looked into it a little bit. But I haven't. I haven't actually. I don't know what the tech is. And again, it, it, unless Kyle's about to say he has, none of us have used them. We're just saying this because Snoop Dog is in the news. So my father, the the, the uh, crafty handyman he is, he built a fire pl- a fire pit out in his back. Yard that does a uh, smokeless fire, and it, it's not 100. It, it still has smoke. But if you look on the solo stove uh, bonfire pits, they have the little holes at the bottom. And that's where the smoke is supposed to kind of exit before it goes out to the top and spreads everywhere. So it goes down into the earth. Yes. Well, or out the side. Uh, also, uh, Snoop uh, earlier this <clears throat> this morning, excuse me, uh, launched his new product with Martha Stewart called Best Buds Bags. <laughs> According to Snoop's statement to hip-hop music magazine The Source, the limited edition crossbody bag has, quote, got it all from my favorite lighter, favorite color, and dime-sized secret stash pockets to stash my favorite herbs. That's outstanding. Oh, go. is Martha Stewart with him in that magazine? <laughs> because that would Not in the magazine, great. no. They did the launch together this morning. but I her uh, on the cover. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, uh, we mentioned earlier this morning, uh, we were talking about uh, to, talking to Steve Mickelson, tonight's Monday Night Football rematch of the Super Bowl, Chiefs, Eagles, Kelsey brother against what, what? Kelsey brother. And then we've had the report uh, that this was going to be the night where uh, uh, Taylor Swift's parents <gasps> met Jason Kelsey's parents. That's right. And Taylor, there was this like, well, will Taylor be there? Yes, Taylor Swift going to be there. Exciting. We go to 14-year-old Mackenzie because I don't have to do the work anymore. She's a Swifty. And she emails in her uh, Swifty reports that'll get you uh, up to speed and up to date. <laughs> She's got everything right here. So here's your trailer update, Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. It was a rough weekend for Taylor and the Swifties. 
Taylor was set to perform in Rio de Janeiro Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but Rio experienced a sweltering heat wave, and the temperatures reached 120 degrees on Friday. Oh, God. The venue where she performed did not allow fans to bring in water, only allowed them to purchase water for $10 per bottle. Damn. People stood in line hours before the gates opened, and sadly, a 23-year-old passed away from heat stroke right before the show started. Ugh, that's awful. Taylor performed, but it was a very scary show to watch. People were throwing up, passing out. They were packed in the general admission area like sardines. Taylor herself was stopping the show multiple times, asking her team to get people water. And she herself struggled to breathe and sing on stage. There's a couple videos that have gone viral. Yeah, I mean, she moves a lot. It's a three-hour show. It's over 100 degrees. And you can see her trying everything she's been taught as a performer to to get through this. I mean, it's, it's very impressive, quite honestly, that she put on the show and did it. She says, uh, Taylor, this is Mackenzie, says, uh, due to the events that took place on Friday, Taylor postponed the Saturday show to Monday today, so she won't be in attendance at oh, tonight's Chiefs no! game against the Eagles. And since her dad travels with her to oh. all shows outside the U.S., we don't think there will be a Kelsey Swift parent meetup oh, at the game. Man. I did double-check this morning, and that is... It, nothing's been confirmed, but that is the word is that we're going to delay the whole parent oh, thing. Oh, that sucks. You know, the, uh, Donna, the mom, may still be there because yeah. she, she's always there. But whether or not and there's any meeting, we just don't know. Uh, Taylor will, uh, this is back to Mackenzie, Taylor will finish out the South American leg of the tour, and then she'll be off until February. So I don't think we'll see much trailer action this week, but I'll let you know if I hear any good juice. Thank you, 14-year-old Mackenzie. So who the hell is bitchy Brittany Mahomes supposed to hang out with? Exactly. Man. Well, now, it, it, uh, that, that, I guess she has Jesus. to go back to her, her old crew. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and speaking of uh, bitchy Brittany Mahomes, uh, that would be Patrick's wife, with girlfriend Taylor Swift touring in America, Kansas City Chiefs star Travis Kelsey enjoyed a dinner at teammate Patrick Mahomes' house ahead of Monday's Super Bowl rematch against his brother. Patrick Mahomes' uh, wife, the See You Next Tuesday known as Brittany, Jesus. posted a clip on Instagram showing a Thanksgiving party amongst teammates and friends. You could see Travis in a red cap having a drink and chatting alongside an extravagantly made table. The camera pans over to a place setting where Brittany's name card and a note beginning with the word thankful can be seen. So the Mahomes as is hosted a team Thanksgiving, and, and at least uh, Travis got that on Saturday. So last week, Rob gave me homework because oh, yes. I thought maybe Travis... Kelsey was like the type that maybe you don't want to talk because he won't appear as manly as he looks. And so I listened to him and his brother's podcast and watched it. Okay, I love them. I'm like a fan now of their podcast. And nope, he still is total man. He is. He's he's extremely likable. Uh, And not at all what I thought. I thought it would be like once he opened his mouth. Ugh, great. Seems a little light, but no, no, he's all man, and they're funny, and I, what, what a great couple of brothers. I, I, I still love his other brother more. Is Jason. Jason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's very mountain man, and his wife is so adorable and sweet, and she's hilarious. Matt wrote in uh, about the solo stove that Snoop Dogg is endorsing now because he was never going to eliminate marijuana. Says I have a solo stove. It does not eliminate smoke. Like Kyle says, it reduces smoke. You'll still have the smoke smell in your hair and your clothes. Mm. But I love that smoke smell. Well, right from a yeah. fire. Then Amazing. you wouldn't buy this. People that buy it don't want that. So that's oh, kind I of the point just, of I the thought, product. Okay, I just, I just thought they just didn't want the smoke in the air because environment, whatever. <sighs> Hello there. Oh, of course, it always has to be nefarious <laughs> with you, uh, Mike. Go ahead. Hey guys, how's hey. it going? Good. What's up? <laughs> Nothing. Hey, I just uh, wanted to give you guys a shout out and thanks for uh, the Brandon Palooza event. Me and my family came and we had a had a blast. South Forty was awesome. 
Um, our, our family was the one. My daughter, Olivia, brought Dawn some flowers. And yes! I used to work with Kyle back oh, in the day. What's up, oh, Mikey? my gosh. And those hey, flowers, what's up, buddy? they made it to a vase. They're right there in our kitchen by the window. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yes. You know, I told her, I'm like, she's going to have to bring those home. And if she doesn't have room, she may have to throw them away. But no. I guess you won't know, so it's okay. No, I kept them. Um, yeah, I'll take a picture and put it on Insta so she can see. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Hey, I just wanted to uh, let you m- mostly just say to Rob, I kind of froze up and just shook his hand when I got there, and I didn't really get to say everything I wanted to. Um, I just wanted to let you know, man, you're, you're like a father figure to me. I'm, I'm glad that you're back. I uh, love you and support you. I've been listening to you since 2006. Um, you know, and that, that's pretty much it. I got to say mostly everything else I, I, I wanted to to everybody else. I got to let Brandon know, you know, I support Bad Radio, love him so much. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to, again, just thank you guys for the event, let you know if my family had a blast, and it was wonderful seeing you guys. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, I, I appreciate that, and uh, I appreciate even more that you're far from the only person that said similar things. Dawn and I were, were talking at one point about just how many people uh, kind of looked at us as our uh, their surrogate parents for one reason or another. Uh, and uh, it's always great to hear, and the only response I ever have is how humbling it is and how seriously I take it, and uh, you're very welcome, and we'll, we'll keep doing it as best we can. It did um, change with age. To some, I am uh, yes. Mama Dawn and to, or Auntie, and to others, it's Nana Dawn. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they were definitely younger. I got big brother and dad. <laughs> uh, those were yeah. the two. Whatever. Uh, let's play Master Movies right now. I got some holiday cash for you, $100 Visa gift card. We're going to give you a movie clip. You give us the title of the movie it's from, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob Anybody. and Dawn Show. Rad Radio is now streaming and can be seen on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. And now back to The Rob Anybody. and Dawn Show. Very important question here. Uh, R-A-D at radradio.com. D emailed in and said, is there a 2023 Rad cookbook or is the 2022 the most recent? I want to order for a friend and I want to make sure I'm getting the current copy. Thank you for asking. That is very, very important. Uh, there are two current cookbooks. We've actually published five. Uh, but the 2020, the 2020 cookbook took everything from before, made it better, and then added some new stuff. The most recent cookbook is the 2022. They are both available at radradio.com in the Stupid Store. Superstore. Uh, we do have a, a holiday line as well. We do have a new ornament uh, this year, uh, which is super cool, and it's, uh, it, it, uh, it celebrates all the ways that you can hear Rad Radio, the, the app and the, and the stream, uh, uh, Rock 104.5 in Reno, and our new flagship in Sacramento, 104.7 FM and 890 AM. Well, that's cool. Other, uh, other Christmas goodies in there. We've got uh, aprons and ugly sweaters and all sorts of great <laughs> gifts. Uh, at radradio.com in the stupid store. Super store. That is also where you would go to uh, get the full list of the vendors and small businesses uh, that have uh, Turkey Brian remaining. There is still Brian online, but considering it's Monday and you, if you want it for Thursday, you're not going to get it if we, if we no. ship it to you. Have it for Christmas. You can get it for Christmas, absolutely, <laughs> or any other time of the year. Um, but uh, right now, last minute thing, or if you suddenly find out, oh, we've been uninvited, uh, there are places that you can you can go, and they're all listed. A, a few places have sold out, and if we know they've sold out, we note that online. A lot of places are very low, and they might sell out before we're told and when you look on the website. So we do suggest calling first to make sure that they have their brine. And we do want to highlight NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland. Woo-woo. 
Uh, we love all of our advertisers and all of our vendors. Uh, NorCal Gun Vault is giving you a little bit of a different way to get brine. You can just buy it. You can go to NorCal Gun Vault and just go, yeah, give me the brine. I hate kids. That's fine. Oh, wow. That's fine. You can do that. <laughs> and you'll pay more for the brine by doing that. And if you hate kids that much, we're okay with that. But they are collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. If you bring in at least $20 worth of toys for donation with a receipt of purchase, NorCal Gun Vault uh, will give you a rad turkey brine packet in appreciation. That, so in other words, it has to be new and unwrapped. Uh, $20 at least worth of toys, and then they will give you the turkey brine at uh, NorCal Gun Vault. Now, they're online at NorCalGunVault.com. They're also listed, obviously, as a vendor, like everyone else is, at RadRadio.com in the stupid store. Super store. Movie Master. Master of Movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Dusting the film and you'll reign supreme. You're a movie master. Movie master. Got some holiday cash for you. A $100 Visa gift card. Caller 18 for Master of Movies. Good morning, Will. What up? What up? Derek, you're caller 19. What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's going on? Caller 20 is John. Howdy ho. Howdy ho. You will guess in that order until one of you gets it right or none of you. We are looking for an action film from 2002. I've been looking forward to meeting you. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. What is that 2002 action film? I've been looking forward to meeting you. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Will, do you know? We were soldiers. Well, you got to Google this right up there. Action Films 2002. Uh, Derek. Saving Private Ryan. Okay. I think that was before was 2002. That the 90s? Uh, and so it's up to you, Derek. Uh, John, uh, some of all fears. Oh, maybe? sorry. John, I apologize. Uh, your guess is some, all of all, good? Some, of all, some of all fears, you say? Yes. Okay, good. Huge movie, and we used a clip because uh, the the girl saying "Happy Thanksgiving, sir." This is uh, from the Tobey Maguire Maguire era of uh, Spider Man. Who is this lovely young lady? Um, MJ, I'd like you to meet my father, Norman Osborn. Dad, this is Mary Jane Watson. Hi. How do you do? I've been looking forward to meeting you. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Great. Now, where is Peter? He better have remembered that cranberry sauce. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't identify such a huge movie yeah, uh, huh. by, by, that, by that clip. <laughs> Weird. Uh, three more chances for you to win the $100 Visa gift cards tomorrow morning, 7, 8, 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio, where all Rad products are available at radradio.com in the Stupid Store. How appropriate, a stupid store for a stupid show. You're listening to The Rob. Anybody, anybody. And Dawn We got this email, rad at radradio.com from uh, Laura. Hey, Laura. Who says, I'm hoping to get a birthday shout out to a P1 maggot, Dave. He's been listening since in utero. And has grown to the amazing age of 15 with Rob's and his dad's guidance. Aww. He goes by Dave already, not David. Okay. The kid, usually you get the Dave when you turn 18. True. Yeah. It, maybe he was named Dave from the start. Mm-hmm. Could be that. Little Davey. 
He's been uh, listening to In Utero 15. He adds every morning to the question of the day. Oh, so they are a better class of rad radio listeners. They watch us on rad TV. That's how you get the question of the day. He's the most amazing sweetheart with all the bullcrap that comes with being a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> as big of an ass as he can be, he also cares about people around him so much. I was very sick while visiting a very socially busy place with a large mouse recently. Um, Target. Yeah. And I got vertigo to the point the Ooh. cement was calling my face. Oh, no, Oops. no, no. This man-child would not let go of me and would not let me fall. He oh, made sure mom was okay. What a good boy. He only let go when I collapsed in a seizure, and he oh. had to let me get carted away to the ambulance. Oh, Whoa. Oh, my God. Everyone oh. thinks they know what autism is. Truth is, no one does. Okay, on that happy note, she says, Happy birthday to the most amazing hero I've ever known, Dave. You are one in ten billion. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday. She's okay. I guess. Uh, uh, these guys, they're, they're kidding, right? Or they're, they're being sarcastic. Okay, we played Treble Trouble, and uh, we gave this clip. I've been looking forward to meeting you. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Now, it is from an extraordinarily popular movie of 20 years ago, the, the uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire movie. But, I mean, that clip. I've been looking forward to meeting you. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. I made the comment, how did they not know that was Spider-Man? Because I mean, How would you know? I mean, I guess you could, you could recognize Willem Dafoe's voice, but Victor wrote in and said, OMG, how did they not know that was Spider-Man facepalm? Right, they're just playing along with what I said, right? That, or they're just yeah. super obsessed with that movie, and they just yeah, recognize okay. it that, Edgar that quickly. says, I was on the highway listening, and I was yelling, Spider-Man! And yes, I pulled over <laughs> just to write this email. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're nerds that are into you're it. Right. No, you're right. I mean, you could probably play me any clip of an episode of Seinfeld, and I'd know that it was Seinfeld. I might even know the exact episode. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian Apalooza was Saturday extraordinarily <laughs> successful. <laughs> Thousands of magazines. That's not an exaggeration. There's a video on the membership site. It'll be up for all to see. Uh, uh, tomorrow, and people have been writing in, like Mike. Hey, Mike. Says, I just wanted to say it was pretty cool that I had the privilege of meeting y'all this past weekend. I was stoked my girls got to meet everyone. We live right down the street. We had plans to hang out with the rad team at South 40, but I had to work. Oh, no. I have only had one night off this month, and I've been working seven... 12s for several weeks now. So wow. seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Oh my gosh. In the Bay Area. I drove up Whoa. through a rainstorm after working 12 hours in the Bay Area to meet my radio people. Radio people? After taking a shower and running a couple of errands, I drove past the South 40 and saw there's already a line out the door. I went back to the house to pick up my teenage daughters, and they're, of course, still not ready. <laughs> so I told them to just go with their mother, and I'd meet them there. When I drove up to South 40 and I saw how many people were actually there, I knew I was not going to be able to meet you personally. Oh. I realized it was a good idea to leave when I did because the weather was getting nasty. He's got to go all the way back to the Bay Area. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I know I was not there in person, but my oldest daughter FaceTimed me. Yes. Oh, my God. That's right. And I could tell they were both nervous. They said Kyle was very intimidating. What? I said, he's a nice guy. He won't bite. You're huge. That's the problem, dude. Intimidating, though, but I've got, like, the baby face going. You do. Yeah. I was looking forward to getting a Nana Dawn hug, but instead I got yelled at to keep my eyes on the road. (laughs) She did say that. that. Rob was gracious enough to say hello. Brandon said hi, and I was happy to have had a chance to say hi to my favorite radio people. Yeah, she did. She said, my dad's on the phone, and we were able to see him in the car. But I did tell Brandon, I'm like, uh, her dad is up my back right now. <laughs> when she, the daughter put her arm around oh. me, the phone went up my back. No, hello. I'm like, I want to be seeing my bra oh. or what, or was it just Ow. dark? Mm. <laughs> oh Somehow, though, he got the smell. <laughs> oh. No doubt. 
Uh, this one is from uh, Crazy Old Lady Teddy. Oh She's the, the mom of uh, Cherie, who was, uh, who's a big fan. We met her. Uh, she says, I just want to tell you how much fun we had. I was so happy to have been able to meet you all. We ate and drank and people watched for hours. Thank you for all the fun. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Uh, this one is signed, Love Your Old, Not Old, Maggot Yvonne. Well, which is it? Well, it's kind of like fat, not fat. Oh, or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, yeah. Not, huge, not fat, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. She's senile, so she doesn't know what it means. <laughs> I love you all so much, you have no clue how much you four mean to me. Oh, my God. It's like seeing my favorite celebrities. Oh, biggest moment since Milton Burrow. <laughs> Who? Yeah. You Google it, Sonny. You whippersnapper. Milton Burrow? Milton Burrow. Look it up in the encyclopedia. <laughs> My husband deserves an award for being amazing and taking me to see you all. I don't think he truly knows or knew how much I love you guys until Brian Perusa. He got a kick out of seeing how excited and emotional I was. I will forever be grateful to have met you and squeezed you all. And I think Rob and Dong have the best hugs. God, I hope I didn't break any of your brittle bones. Uh, we covered this earlier, but so many people asked. Tommy wrote in and said, Rob, how do you explain Kyle being allowed to wear a Bulls jersey Saturday as a Kings fan? Again, Kyle has the exemption of that everybody does in the International Federation of Sports Fans rules posted at radradio.com. He comes from a military family directly related to his father who served. Many of his family have served. And therefore, you don't have to follow the rules because the military gives us the right to have stupid conversations like this. <laughs> Thanks, and, Dad. and I do I do actually credit uh, Kyle for for choosing to honor Michael Jordan, who is the greatest player of all time, my favorite player of all time. Uh, and uh, I, I, I could break the rules because my dad served, but I'm the commissioner, so I can't. So what I do is I wear Jordan gear, Air Jordan gear, but Kyle can do it with his Bulls jersey. Uh, and, yes, a dozen people at least asked me at the event. Yeah, and I figured since Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time and we're the greatest radio show of all time, you tie the two together, boom. Hey, Got to like that confidence. Uh, Tommy <laughs> says, also, Rob, we just covered this too. What are your what are the boots that you are wearing? Those are Christian Louboutin or Red Bottoms, as many know. Uh, my wife picked them out. Uh, we have a Louboutin fetish uh, and uh, did get a lot of comments on those. Uh, Gerardo wrote in. Hola. Brandon Smart Mexican. Says, can I just say how amazing it was to meet you all? Seeing Kyle eating pizza in between fans was such a Kyle thing. <laughs> and I'm so Hungry. happy that I got to get a one-arm hug from Aunt Dawn. Brandon, what? you looked absolutely amazing. Thank you. And Rob, Aww. it was a dream come true to meet you. I've been listening to you all since I was a child, going to my dad's work in the morning, and meeting everyone was a definite highlight of my life. The only downside was how nervous I was to meet you all. It felt like my lungs were about to explode from pure nervousness. Oh. Thank you all for being such amazing people to all of us maggots. And thanks for signing my apron. Yeah, we of signed course. a few uh, stuffed maggots, uh, an apron. We signed a dead guy. Um, there were a few other uh, special <laughs> things that we signed. And, I mean, we're just people. We go on the toilet like everybody else. And I realize that means absolutely nothing when it's said. <laughs> so that's why we do try I mean, to honor you when you when We're you, like we the lowly of the lowest, we've told you, for years, the entertainment industry. Right. And again, I so know that that doesn't take away from you how important we are, and yeah, I don't no, want to no, do no. that. Which no, Dawn just wants to rip no, it away. No, I don't want to rip it away. I'm just saying, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need to be nervous. just us. We go on the toilet like most people, but sometimes I go on the toilet seat. Sorry about that. Uh, Kayleen wrote in and said, I woke up Saturday morning with a bit more pep in my step knowing it was Brian Palooza Day. I hurried up, got ready, drove my fat ass down to South 40 oh to wait in a long line for my radio friends that had made the trip all the way from Sacramento to meet me. Yes, oh, we did it right. for you, Kayleen. I finally got to meet Kyle and give him a big hug because he is my favorite Aww. and took a picture with the whole crew. I will cherish that picture for the rest of my life. At least I thought I would. 
Oh. Why? After taking our picture, we went to go grab uh, the turkey sandwich, and while waiting, I decided to check my phone to see this glorious picture, but I noticed something weird. My phone made me put my passcode in to, quote, it restarted. At this point, my stomach dropped into my butt as I hurried to go look at my photo, and the photo was not there. Oh. I even asked the nice lady to take multiple pictures because I didn't, I don't photograph well, and there were none there. Yeah, she, our, 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 our photo girl was taking, I think, three pictures for everybody, whether you asked or not. She says, my heart hurts. I wasn't going to jump everyone in line and ask for a redo. I also didn't want to wait in that long line again as was still out the door. Look, I know this doesn't help you, Kayleen, but future reference, if you would have gone up to uh, Officer Pat, our security chief, and told him your story, he would have stopped the line, let you run in. Hey, we just got to do a quick picture. You're not going to take a lot of time. And we would have happily done it for you, and the maggots would have understood there were a few instances like that. Uh, I, I hesitate saying that for future events, but it has to be a legitimate, and, and it's going to have to be a boom, good in there, get out kind of thing. Oh, hopefully we'll see you again, yeah, and then you can take that, a photo. That does oh, suck. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll read this one from Melissa, who says, Thank you for hosting such an amazing gathering of amazing people. I showed up a little before, too, and it was still packed. I mostly wanted to come and meet you all again after seeing you in 2019, and I wanted to tell you thank you for so much. There was so much more I wanted to say to you guys, but there was still a huge line behind me, and Officer Pat was doing his job of moving people along. I wanted to tell you guys thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything. You've got me through so much in my personal life and have made me a stronger person. I know this may seem silly because you don't really know me, but for some crazy reason, I feel like I truly have all of you in my corner. She doesn't want me to share the specifics, but we do. And, uh, and she did share at the event which one she is. Uh, and uh, it's great to see where you're at, Melissa. You've done an amazing thing and, and incredibly strong. Yes. P.S. In every one of my pictures from today, Kyle is eating, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Kyle kiss said to me very early on, he said, hey, is it okay uh, if I just, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, clown up in every picture and, uh, you know, without ruining it for him? And I said, Kyle, <laughs> you just be you. And if that's what you would do, then do And I guess there was tongue sticking out. There were a few seafood yes. pictures. Or there was, yeah. Yep. Yep. I was hungry. We got there. I hadn't yeah. had breakfast yet, so I had to chow down. I'm sorry. I got to eat in your pictures. Uh, a few oh, uh, a few uh, middle fingers, I think. I, I did the middle yeah. finger, then I realized okay. that's a little rude. Okay. I'm not going to do that. We'll just stick so. with the tongue out. But uh, some people did get that. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh-huh. So uh, the Brian Apalooza video posted on the membership site. It'll jump over to the regular site for all to see tomorrow. And thank you to everyone. Uh, it's just an extraordinary turnout, and there is still last-minute turkey brine available online and also at a dozen Northern California, Northern Nevada vendors that are listed at RadRadio.com in the stupid store. Superstore! Many are selling out. A couple have already sold out, so please double-check with them first. Let's get to Win Rob's Change. We do it every morning at 6.30 and 9.30. We start with Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Gay area. After clue number one uh, and Dawn bitching like she does uh, when That's she doesn't so like the words in it. Yes, let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven words in it. It's a lot of words. Oh, yeah. It's war and peace of clues. <laughs> I said I bet Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, and Chris, our spreadsheeter, know what I mean. And they both wrote in, and they have completely different guesses. Whoa. And, and this doesn't ruin anything. This doesn't give them an advantage. Well, Michelle's not eligible for reasons we've discussed before. Chris is eligible. He's not, uh, he's not an employee or anything like that. But Michelle's right because she's a girl. I can't confirm or deny that, but one of them is right. <laughs> one of them has figured out what clue number one really means. Now, as to Chris's report, Nicole got us off and running with this round of the game this morning. And after her guess and Rob's clue, my spreadsheet shows 82,656 valid numbers remaining, which is a .0012% chance of winning with the next guess. To put that in perspective, according to a Harvard School of Medicine study, it's 10,000 times more likely, that's about 12.5%, that a woman will have a diagnosable phobia 
which is more than double the percentage of men who have a phobia of five and a half percent. Right, because women are drama queens. Eh, eh, a mouse. Eh, a spider. Heights, hello. Uh, uh, a spider, don't kill it. Uh, uh, well, yes, don't kill uh, it. Just get uh, it out of here. Heights, I'm on the third floor. Uh. <laughs> You've had one guess and one clue. Somehow, give us the correct amount of money and win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Call the show anytime. Well, not anytime. They won't answer after 10 or before 6. If you call, you'll get a busy signal, so that would be stupid. But it's your time. The number is 888-989-9811. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from Steven. Hi, Steven. Getting a lot of emails. Uh, makes sense. We have literally thousands of maggots uh, come see us uh, Saturday at Brina Palooza at the South 40 in Reno. A lot of people are uh, writing in. Now, Steven, based on the subject line, is writing in about something called Brina Palooza. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I'm sorry, <laughs> Brina Palooza. Because there's no E at the end of, of Bryn, which would make it Brine, and there's only one O, so it's not Ooza. So it's not Brina Palooza, it's Brina Palaza. That was our alternate universe event. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, listening to the emails, I'm sad I could not come see you, but I had just gotten out of rehab, and I knew the situation would be tough. Oh, yeah. You got a full bar, a lot of people, yeah, no, nerves. good for you for knowing that. Says there'll be more events, and I will have more sobriety under my belt, and it will be a safer situation for me. I'm glad to hear it was so much fun. Yeah, there will be. You. We'll be out again someday in the wild. Much success to you. Uh, Christy wrote in and said, my husband and I are still talking about how exciting it was to meet all of you at Brina Palooza spelled correctly <laughs> especially my favorite dawn although i was wearing the i hate people t-shirt i don't hate you guys yes yeah, so this was this was a fun moment as uh, she was walking up uh, and she uh, she was wearing her shirt and uh, she gets to kyle first dawn's to my left and we had a moment of peace here we weren't running around or anything and uh, dawn sees the shirt that says i hate people she's hey, rob that's your shirt I said, well, of course it's my shirt. It's my show. You can see our logo on it. I own the whole thing. It's all true. No, it's not what I mean. I mean, that would be like the shirt uh, you would wear. Exactly. <laughs> Good Lord. So, yes, even off the air, uh, I, do, I do that to her. Right. Even off the air, he's annoying. Uh, Rob met my husband, uh. who's probably only the second Detroit Lions fan he's ever encountered in the <laughs> wild. It's very rare to find one that'll admit it. So, yeah, you're probably right. Oh, man. I just want to give a shout-out to a fun event with great music, yummy turkey sandwiches, and Blue Marys, and a ton of merchandise to stock up on. We left with three bags of Dark Ones confections of freeze-dried candy, and we proceeded to enjoy a sugar high for the rest of the afternoon. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. We must change Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough star of change. With rough change, what I want. With rough change, what I want. With change. We're gonna play Winrom's change, and uh, when she doesn't get through, I get an email from Christine the Pest, uh, who has uh, who, who has gotten through many times, and she did finally win. Uh, at, uh, uh, recently, and, and she always lets me know what her guess is going to be. Uh, just And this is how this all started. I'm like, why are you emailing me? I can't say anything about your guess. You're pest. But then I let her know I'm being loving, and so she always writes it. Well, she had a different note. 
She's apparently on Team Dawn right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, I'm waiting for another clue before I even try to call in. The first clue is confusing. You say it's supposed to mean something, but to me, it just sounds like a pointless clue. <laughs> Bunch of rubbish. I will explain when we get to, when we all get done. It's a bunch of words uh, put together. Caller 18, Helena. Hello. Hello. You've had one guess and one clue. If you somehow know what the correct answer is, you will win that amount of money. What is your number? $568.23. $568.23. I mean, there's no way I can say that's an illegitimate clue uh, or illegitimate guess based on clue number one because you have to interpret clue number one however you do. So it's a legitimate guess. You lose. Oh, man. I do. Or do you? No, I do. Mm. I will tell you in the commercial break. Uh, off camera. Either way, 568.23 is uh, incorrect. So here's your second clue. Clue number one kind of established something, whether you get it or not. Now we go down a little bit of a word scavenger hunt. Uh, this place is super busy right now. Clue number two is this place is super busy right now. If you can figure out where I'm talking about, maybe it'll guide you towards the answer. Yeah, but right now... We what? will play Win Rob's Change Wait, Again. How long this goes on? That might not be true anymore. Tomorrow morning at 6.30. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show available everywhere at any time at radradio.com. All right, we got this update email rad at radradio.com from Brad. Hey, Brad. We were talking about Brian Apalooza, and uh, you'll remember Brad uh, when when I read what he wrote. And uh, I just I want to I want to say to Brad first before I read it, and I do mean this. You're you're a better man than I, um, and I'm going to explain to you why. And I would never tell you that you made the wrong decision, but I do want you to at least listen to my perspective after I tell everybody what you have to write. He says, "Plans for my wife and I at Brian Palooza got shot down. Huge event Saturday, thousands of people. Obviously, Brad and his wife didn't make it." He says, "You may recall an earlier letter where we were set to go see Kiss at the Hollywood Bowl, head to Reno yes. to see all of you." And then over to Petaluma the same day to see Y&T. Mm. I remember in there, too, there was a, there was a, the Raiders game, too. It was, was, was oh, mixed damn. in there, too, right? Oh, damn. Good Lord. It says, well, that was denied because on the plane ride, either to or from Burbank for Kiss, we caught COVID. No. So no Reno, no Petaluma. I mean, we felt okay, but we're not going to bring that out in public. I didn't even know COVID was still a thing. To cap it off, I was really looking forward to a good Raiders game yesterday. Enough said on that. Oh. Okay. Cool. But I would just like you to take a moment to consider Brad moving forward. COVID isn't a thing, except for people who it is for. Just like the flu always has been. Flu comes around every year. The flu isn't a thing for most of us if we get it. It's uncomfortable. It's unpleasant. It can be bad. But for most of us, it won't kill us. It won't even put most of us in the hospital. It can put small children, um, about 150 every year die in America in the hospital, and it can, it, can, it can be very serious. And the elderly and those that are immunocompromised. And what we have done for centuries is we have relied on them to take care of that, to, to protect themselves. We have not said that we need to protect them. When we were going through COVID, 
what we should have done, it's too late now, is we should have told the same people. The minute we identified that the, those were at the highest of risk were the elderly and those who were immunocompromised and obese. And we should have told them to stay home and isolate and let the rest of us make the country run like a handful of nations did. And they came out of it just fine. In fact, they came out of it with the exact same results as we did. There was no reason to ruin our economy. Moving forward, I would just like you to consider that if somebody was at Brian Apalooza on Saturday, which was packed, 2,000 or more. We know it was more than 2,000 people. We just don't have the numbers yet. And they know that they are at risk if they catch COVID. That's on them. It's not on the rest of us. And I would just like you to consider that uh, moving forward. I'm not upset you weren't there. You might be going, nope, nope, nope. Not going to do it. I'd feel horrible. Fine. I wouldn't because they're doing it. They're making that choice. And maybe they want to make that choice. Maybe uh, maybe Don's father-in-law was 77. No, he's 80. 80, doesn't care. Maybe he's like, if I get it, I get it. And if it kills me, it kills me. Maybe that's how my mom views it. Maybe that's how my dad views it. Three people, as far as I know, are living life well into now their 80s and my dad in his 90s. Just a thought. Hey, if you're a welfare recipient and you are just waking up to start your busy day. Good morning. Here's a recap via emails from Working Americans, allegedly, of what you missed on today's show, Graham. We talked to Steve Mickelson from MixPicks. Uh, .com, 2Ks and Mix, 2Ks and Picks, and part of the Mix Picks podcast, which we will do, he and I, live this Wednesday morning at 10 a.m., as we do every Wednesday on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. It becomes a full podcast every Thursday morning on all the podcasting platforms. Wednesday's a big sports day. You get ready for the three Thanksgiving football games. You get ready for uh, the, the weekend, uh, which one of the biggest college games of the year, the Ohio State and <laughs> Michigan football on Sunday. Uh, and uh, we'll get into all of it uh, on the Mix Picks podcast. We talked to him early today, as we do every Monday and Friday. Usually we'll do it Wednesday on the regular show. Oh, my God. That's a lot in a short span. Uh, just about like our pigskin picks. Teamed on bitches. Cheats bitches. Which are posted at radradio.com. And Mike says, I'm going to save this. I'm going to start the uh, Mix Picks podcast with this so Steve uh, hears it. Uh, but Mike says, Steve is absolutely an amazing sports analyst. Aww. He dissects, analyzes, and clearly explains what each team is or is not doing. He says it like it is, and he doesn't hold back. I wish I could be like him and go into any work or office situation and tell the staff, supervisors, managers, top dogs what I really think of them. You suck. You're good. You suck. You're good. (laughs) Steve is by far the best sports analyst and commentator that I have heard out there bar none. Oh, that is so nice. Couldn't agree more for all the reasons you said. And because he doesn't go too far. He knows the difference. He doesn't go in this show too far into the sports weeds. And even on the podcast when we're assuming it's only sports fans – he, he goes further, but I don't think I've ever had to. I think the only time on the podcast I've had to pull him back is when we're talking sports betting, which he's been doing his whole life. And and obviously we get in more, more to sports betting because uh, he ran a sports book for decades on that show. Uh, but a lot of people are just sports fans and they're listening and he might go too far into some of the verbiage. And I go, okay, wait a minute, explain that again. But yeah. other than that, he, he is. He's fantastic. And to top it all off, he's a great guy. He is. He's the best. He's just a really good human. He's so I, sweet. I can't wait to pull the skeleton out of that closet. The, I don't ah! think there is one. Oh, he's by, the only person on the planet. By the way, speaking of, because we, we, we informed Dawn last week that Jason Momoa is a, kind of a dirtbag, it yeah, looks like. Yeah, I hated mm. hearing that. Damn it. Boy, did Saturday Night Live suck. Ugh. Aww. It, it sucked. Yeah. I mean, Weekend Update was fine. But other than that, and I and it didn't suck because of him. It's like there were a lot of sketches where I knew what they were trying to do. Did you see it, Brandon, or are you just going to no, man? I, I'm just going to pass this one. It, it, it's there, I can't. There's nothing. We can update. That that was that was it. I watched all the, the segments. When was Ooh. it? There was like, I feel like it was recent. 
uh, maybe before the hiatus, it was like, whoa, what have they done? Like, you can enjoy it. I, I didn't even bother to even check it out because it has been so incredibly awful this year, I feel the, like. The, it was just real recent. The, the episode when the Foo Fighters were on. Uh, do you remember who hosted that episode? Because he was a no name to me. Uh, Nate Bargate. Yeah, or, or Birkinsale. Like Bir- 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 whatever. Birkins- I don't remember his last name. He was hysterical. His monologue was hysterical, and that was a really good show. I'm coming down to be convinced it's the host. Uh, and uh, the the Pascal guy, that was an extraordinary episode. Was. That was a, a while ago. I don't know, but some of the skits. I, yeah, I, but the, the host. Openers. I'm telling yeah. you, the, but, but see, the ones I'm giving you uh, the, on those shows. They were rock solid. I'm, Even the opening before yes. they come out to do their monologue. I'm telling you, when there's a solid host, he or she insists and has a role in this, and they they influence. I think they make the staff rise up and do better work. <laughs> there wasn't a band playing this time. Yeah, I just don't remember who it was. Oh, okay. you know, I fast forwarded through because I never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> Keith wrote in because we were talking about how uh, Taylor Swift had a friend die, a friend, a fan die uh, in uh, Rio de Janeiro because it was 120 degrees. So she canceled a Saturday show, pushed it to tonight. Won't be at the uh, Chiefs game tonight. And Keith said, "OMG, I totally throw up and pass out too whenever I hear a Taylor Swift song." <laughs> it was heat stroke. <laughs> I feel bad laughing at that because it's tied to someone it, who died. Yes, it was heat stroke. Kyle. You throw up when you get heat stroke. <sighs> Wow. Do you have uh, Kyle's shotgun? Because he killed that joke hard. Wow. All right, Brandon, we do a question of the day on Rad TV during commercial breaks. You email in your answers, uh, and we save them till the very end. Uh, What was today's question? If you could bring only three things with you on a deserted island, what would they be and why? Just a a, a a slow response. I think it's a case of the Mondays. It's the Monday before Thanksgiving. Lots going on, but a couple good answers came in. Carly says the three things I would bring to a deserted island would include cigarettes, Tahoe Blue Vodka, and my dog. Because I would literally Aww. die without the first two. And then I bring my dog for company and hope that I would be able to forage for food and water. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're going to have to eat your dog if yeah. you don't. Oh, yeah. Or no! if you die first, the dog eats you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You, got, you, that. you go either way. Uh, I'd she'll, rather that. She'll probably drink, yeah. her, drink and smoke her way to death and then uh, that'll be fine. <laughs> So she'll be nicely marinated for the dog. (laughs) And Jared went a similar direction, says my three, excluding the obvious answers like drinkable water, would be some form of nicotine because addiction is a bitch, sunscreen because I'm white as hell, and a big-ass kite for some analog entertainment. And maybe it would be a rescue signal as well. We'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. Bless you. It hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.